in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. Oh, and look at mm. us. Coming oh, we're at back. You. We're back. You're back on the computer screen. Coming at you uh, remotely like it's summer 2020. Yeah. Oh, those those heady summer 2020 days. Mm. Those those virtual days. Oh, how I miss those cyber why days. Are, why are we in different locations? Um. Well... Uh, there was an I, I actually, I actually know the answer, but for the benefit of the listener, uh, well, Nick, would you like to, would you like to explain? Or uh... there was an event. Um, literally, there was. There was the UK Games Expo, um, where we went and exhibited Sandwich Masters, our card game, which we, I oh, believe, yeah. we've mentioned on this. On I, this I don't think I've heard of that game actually. It's a very, very, very good game. It's, it's been, fu- it's been funded now, so we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, Nick, yeah, Nick, it's it. be, Nick, it's been funded. It means we can drop the pretense. Yeah, it's all yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all right. Yeah, it's all yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and we, yeah, we took it to a to a big event, the first big event that I certainly had been to since all of the dark times. Yeah. Um, and to 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 its credit, there was a very safe event. They did a lot of lot of careful stuff with COVID passes and masks and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But despite not all that, that, not that safe. Not that safe. Not that safe. Turns out because uh, we all got pinged. <laughs> <laughs> we all got well no no 75 percent of big punch got pinged that's true lucy dodged a bullet somehow yeah lucy somehow dodged the bullet which is quite incredible she is, she is quite lithe and quick on her feet to be fair like she probably Very... saw it coming which is like Pew! yeah astonishing reflexes she saw that cloud of osaka <laughs> flu kind of coming down the street <laughs> yeah just a guy sneezed and she just hit the ground um yeah, but we should say happy days. Uh, we all got our PCR results this morning, and we are negative. Congratulations! Yes, you were holding up your hand then, and I thought you were like, like you got a tattoo that proved you were negative or something. <laughs> it's like, and here's the seal. Well, but no, we, we got to have, which was quite because, but obviously we're still self isolating. Uh, Chris Ray is uh, the only. Um, I'm allowed out. The only day walker. <laughs> Woo! Day walker. And uh, but we big bunch had like a mini reunion at the walk-in PCR testing center, which was quite nice because we all oh, bo- it's lovely. We all booked in for tests at the same time, and we got to That's like. Lo- isn't that a, isn't that a nice story? That's like a love story for the modern age, isn't it? Yeah, it really is actually. It was oh really, yeah, they, really their, nice. their eyes met over a discarded PCR test. <laughs> and I, I must admit, I got I got I got a little caught up <laughs> in the moment because after you know we'd finished kind of like you know shaking hands, spitting in each other's mouths, I just sure. like, I just ran down the line of like people queuing, just like you know high fiving a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to. Oh, you got to. Yeah, I mean, I was crying at the end, and I don't know whether it was the fact that I had shoved various swabs up and down various orifices, or mm. whether it was a genuinely emotional and moving time, but or whether those tears were in fact John spit just dribbling down my face. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to know for sure. When we'll so we'll never fluids, know for sure, will we? That's we'll never know for sure. Have oh, this is weird, isn't it? We've been in this situation long enough where I now 
can tell the difference between the little uh, pipe cleaner they give you to get yeah. a sample. You know, I'm like, oh, that's uh, you know, you know, that's like scraping my brain. And I'm like, oh, that's uh, mm. that's a slightly different cut to usual, isn't it, Gregory? Yeah. Have, you, have you got a new supplier? Well, you know, we got <laughs> we got no a new style there. of we got a new style of uh, lateral flow test through last week. Yes. Oh, in a different box. Yeah, yeah, different box, and you only have to stick it up your nose rather than down your throat. Interesting. So there you go. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, the I, mean, I don't, option, I don't, but... I don't like the throat thing. I don't like either either of the things, but less so the the throat thing. I'm mm. fine with the throat bit. It's the nose bit that kind of gets me a little bit. Like yeah. that, that's a little, that's a little painful. They and... also said when we were, you go into a special booth for the PCR, but essentially do the same thing as you do for the lateral flow. And one of the things on this sort of sign, it was like, when you put the swab in your mouth, make sure you don't touch any other part of your mouth. It must just go straight to the tonsil. Touch that straight out. Don't touch your tongue. If so, it's void. Don't touch your cheek. If so, it's void. And I was like, bloody hell, this is like one of those games where you've got to get the hoop around the little metal wire <laughs> yeah. and get a little buzz on it. I was like, ah. Uh, I mean, if that, like, if that is the case, I've been doing the lateral flows completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Because I think I've seen you like through the window, and it's it's like uh, you're holding a, a a Solero, you know, when you're going to the way mm. you're going to town on that thing. Mm. Yeah, just bite down. You've got to bite down. Real my mouth ma- fills with saliva in the same way as well. <laughs> the flavour has changed, I think, as well. The taste of it. Is there a flavour? Good. No. <laughs> it's very it's very acidic yet plain. Ever do since you... Nestle bought them out, it's just really changed the recipe. Do you I think. do you dunk them like a swizzle stick in like some? Oh, like a derly. Like a derily dunker. No, look yeah. who you're talking dip to. In, Would I bring dip it, up in, dip the, it in cheese in 2021, <laughs> the year of our Lord? Do you suppose that I, John Locke, would bring up a derily dunkable on our podcast? I was surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting that your mind went there. Oh no, it isn't. That's way... <laughs> <laughs> you went for harmless, lovely sherbet, and I went for rancid cheese in a pot. Um, I should say, like it. it Obviously, this is very retro, the fact that we're all recording remotely again. But like... Mm. Um, Nostalgia. It's been a while since we all gathered in a room together. There's been a reason for that. Well, yes. we're just, yeah, we're just saying it was five, it's been five weeks since we were all doing one podcast together in John's kitchen. Oh, yeah. Five weeks today. Because we lost a week um, because uh, we were all knackered after the wedding and mm. Um, mm. the other thing. Oh, yeah, we were about to go to the UK you gaming. Were, you, were, yeah. you were preparing for COVID Fest 2021, weren't you? So. Yeah, and what a result that was. Yeah. Mm. Had to make sure my eyeballs were nice and moist uh, before <laughs> we went. Uh, and, nice and uh, susceptible to disease. And uh, the other one was was prior to the wedding of Chris Ray, who mm. was here. And Liz. Uh, Liz, and Liz. I was, was there I was well. away. Uh, yeah, and uh, you were doing something, weren't you, Nick? You were... Yes, I was seeing my family. Mm. Yeah. So we did we did one on our own last time. Which I've only listened to a third of, to be oh, honest. I've not I listened to it. I, don't I, listen I couldn't to get this through it. Show. I couldn't get through it. I don't know how people listen to this show. It's fucking no, it's, it's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Although, uh, we recorded it in the lounge uh, for comfort. We did. And oh, these, I see. And I feel like the soft furnishings would have added to what I can only assume is excellent audio. Ah, oh, I mean, yeah. the audio was, was perfect. If anything, it yeah. was too good because I could I could really clearly feel how bored I was as I was <laughs> like battling through it as best really, I could. Really came through the earphones. <laughs> really, did, like crisp boredom. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you know, letting that, dis- I'm just going to roll right over that. Uh, you know, this is episode 90. 
nine zero. Nine zero. Finally double, double figures. figures. That's amazing. Yeah. Double figures, yeah. That's uh, amazing. And, uh, when we get to 100, it's going to be treble figures, and that's going to ruin the joke for everybody. I can't. I don't want that to happen. Can we just yeah. do like 99 get plus? To, get to 99, <laughs> and then we'll just finish. You know, oh. it's it, it's not like us to uh, string a joke out, you know, far far beyond its natural lifespan. No. Um, but is this the episode where it all goes downhill? That now, now that Christ, I hope not, because I don't, I don't know how much further we've got to go. Have well, we? I was going to say now that we are all fully married and presumably fully, ma- fully married, fully, fully married, vaccinated, yeah, yeah, fully vaccinated, fully married, are we all perfectly adjusted and have do we have nothing left to complain about? I wouldn't say that exactly. Well, that suggests that for the last like good chunk of the show, the only thing that's kept it going is the fact that Chris wasn't married. Like, that was the energy that kept the show alive, yeah. which may be true, for all I know. Well, for, I mean, we will find out, obviously. I mean, you're we saying will. it like like that's an open-ended question, but, you know, you're, you're just as you said it, it had, a, it had a kind of like a ring of truth to it. It's like uh, Samson, Samson, who had his um, hair cut yeah, off. Maybe it's the true. source of all my powers. I don't I'm know. Kind of powers I mean, it's the, worst, it's the worst set of superpowers ever. The ability to grumble politely. <laughs> Well, I'm on I'm, Twitter. I'm looking at your your ring of power actually because yeah. well, your, tra- your trousers ring, some are sitting people call it. But um, some people do. Yeah, How, how's it, how's it feeling having a? It's having feeling a... good, feeling yeah. strong, powerful. I kept fiddling with it um, initially, but now I've sort of stopped because I've got used to wearing it. So nice. Yeah, no, good. Nothing it was really a great feels different to be honest. I'm sure most married people say that. It's like, yeah, I feel I feel good. I had a great day, but um, yeah, I always sort ask... of as it was yeah. beforehand. I found myself, uh, lots of people asked, oh, do you feel different? And I was sort of like, well, no, because no. if I did, I think something would probably be wrong. Yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like what, what are you supposed, you know, the old joke is like, oh, it's all downhill now. But it's like, what's supposed to happen? Are you supposed to suddenly start resenting your spouse the moment you get married? Is that, yeah. is that it? Is that the cool thing to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It's like, uh, call me. I was gonna say call me old fashioned, but no, call 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 me new fashioned. I wanted to get married to Lucy because I, I like to believe we liked each other. Yeah, like that was quite weird. that was a big factor. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I I feel I feel pretty much the same. I just wear a ring now. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Yeah, the only difference is that I have a ring on. Really. Yeah. You look a little more respectable, Chris Ray. I don't know. Do I, I'm wearing. Of... I don't. I don't feel it. I'm wearing a very ill-fitting t-shirt and a, a horrible cap. But thank you. That's all right. I mean, you are wearing a hat indoors, but, you know. That's, yeah, that's well, I couldn't be bothered to sort my hair out today, so I just threw the old cap on. Capped it. Stop, I've stopped looking after myself 10 days into the marriage. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all downhill now. Yeah, you don't have, to, yeah. don't have to hide anymore. That's the beauty of it, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Why is it? Why does it look like a a, a glorious summer's day out your window, Chris Ray? Does it? It doesn't, it doesn't in here because it is pissing it down with rain for the benefit of the listener again. Yeah, um, actually, in, in both in of here yours. in Cheltenham, and it is it is very much. If I look out the window now, it is hammering it down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the aesthetic looks like that, unless I've got a, one of them dummy backgrounds on, which I don't think I have. <laughs> it's a beauty of us. This being... is good for audio, isn't it? Well, it's great, isn't it? I was going to say it's a beauty of us being this weird little Bermuda Triangle, you know, with with our three houses. Because I know when I look out the window and see this grey. Disgusting rain. I know that's hammering down on the two of you as well, which is and that brings you a bit of comfort. I yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I kind of we're in the same terrible situation that you are. <laughs> I say, well, I know Nick is at least. You're, you're, you know, you're free. 
Chris Ray, you can go where you wish. I, I'm going to the pub tomorrow. Ding. Nice. Yeah. Well, tell us what it's like. I will. I'll, I'll report back. I do like so how... much. So much. So much will have changed. I know. I do. I do like how it's, it's got to the point where I'm glad to know I'm safe. I'm glad to know I had a negative test. I'm happy to keep isolating. But you did have to deliver some beer to me in a plastic bag yeah. today because mm. I had there was no alcohol in the house and that was untenable. Well, yeah. I was carrying it around because I walked the dog at the same time to kill two birds with one stone. And I did think I must look so scally right now, like walking <laughs> the dog, dressed like I am, carrying like a clear bag with two, two cans of strong lager in it. In the rain. I- People are probably thinking that was yeah. you. I would yeah. lobbed a few stones at you actually. That was, was like, oh, that. That's perfectly reasonable. Normally, I would do the drive, same. Is that, however, the only aesthetic when out walking that won't get you harassed by children? Yeah. I bet it is. That's the key, isn't it? That's the key. You've got to have two tins of beer in a clear plastic bag, swinging yeah. from one hand. That's the only way. And a, and a cap and a dog probably helps as well. Yeah. Nobody approached me actually, which was interesting. There you go. And you spend a lot of time shouting to get their attention. It's weird they didn't. Oh, know, I always do come that. To you. Yeah. Or <laughs> the um, dog who also ignores me. I should say, and I've told you off air, but I'll say it again for the benefit oh. of the listeners. We actually have, uh, a, you know, a good selection of listener submissions today. So we should. Jesus uh, Christ! We should. Uh, the pressure's off us a little bit. We can just we can phone it in a bit. I think. Yes, I, I guess now I will start phoning it in. <laughs> Yeah, it's about it's about time we sort of like loosen the the strings a little, isn't it? Yeah. Well, how about we do we do the hates and then we we dive into some listener stuff in the middle and then you know make it about us at the end. Sounds oh, sure. great. That sounds, sounds good, good to me. Yeah. Awesome. It's important okay. that people realise that we're the stars of this. Well, indeed. I mean, like you know, uh, ninety episodes. You know, that's. You, you don't get that if you don't have something going on upstairs. Some sort you know? of star quality, yeah. Yeah, exactly. a bit of talent. True. Yeah, so, okay, okay then. Well, who's got a, who's got a hate then? Who's going to deliver on this promise of excellent content? Oh god, I'll do one if you want because I don't, I can't guarantee it's excellent. But yeah, yeah. Okay, right. cool. My hate, and it sort of dials into my hatred of people generally. Awesome. Um, <laughs> is buyers on Facebook Marketplace? Buyers, okay. buyers, specifically buyers, because we are selling okay. at the moment. Uh, we're selling a load of, of tat from the wedding, basically. But this is a problem <laughs> I've experienced uh, generally, but it's sort of um, come into sharp focus over the last week or so. But you get people, obviously, you put something, let's say it's um, a Mr. and Mrs. sign, which is something we've sold, we've been selling. A little something we had next to the card basket at the wedding. We're not going to use it again. Let's sell it. So we're selling it for like two quid. So someone, <laughs> and it, someone, someone will come on and having seen the listing and go, for starters, is this still for sale? Yeah, that's why it's on Facebook Marketplace and it's live on Facebook. Yes, it is. Because that's why it's on there and that's why I've not marked it as sold. So yes, it is still for sale. Okay, great. Will you accept a pound? No, I won't. I won't accept a pound because it's on for two. And that's half of what I'm asking for. So no, I won't accept one. Offer me what I'm asking for for it. Don't don't try and barter with me. 150? No, I've put two. I've just put it on for two. Is it still available? Yes, it's just gone on. Will you accept less than you're asking for? No, it's just gone on. Give me two pounds or fuck off. And then, it is. and then let's say you make a deal with someone. Okay, sure. someone said, yeah. someone's offered you two pounds, which frankly is a low price for what they're getting anyway. It's an incredible sign. And then they say, oh, okay, well, I'll come and pick it up at 3.30. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you'll come and pick it up when I tell you I'm available. <laughs> 
I have the product. You'll come when I tell you, and you're coming to my house. Yeah. I'll give you a time where you can turn up, and then you can come, and we'll exchange uh, pleasantries. Hi, how are you? Nice day. Get off my land, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But don't turn up at a time of your own choosing. No. When you come to my house, like I wouldn't let I wouldn't let you two pick a time to turn up. No. Let alone a stranger who's buying something off me. No, it's 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 actually quite rare that we get to see you on account of of those (laughs) conditions. My my rigid timetable, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that spike pit out the front of your house. But then but then you let's say they let's say they ask for a time and you give them a time. Oh yeah, I'll let's say three thirty on Tuesday, for example. Oh, I can't do um 3.30 3.30 on Tuesday. Can you do three? No, I can't because I just said 3.30. So the odds are I'm probably out, aren't I? I'm probably <laughs> not around, I I'm probably not around about three-ish. And we've been out on walks and someone said, someone's agreed to come at 3.30 and then gone, oh, are you in at three? Yeah. No, I'm not. Because that's why I said 3.30 because I'm out. I'm yeah. literally out. I told you I'd be out. The thing we've is, had this. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, uh, we've had this selling on Facebook Marketplace before, where we've set a time, and and quite the we found the most common thing is you say like you agree a time. Obviously, you say the time because you're the one yeah. saying it. Like, yeah, I'll see you at five, and they just don't show up. They just never yeah, come. That happens a lot. That's the a lot. that's the last you ever hear from them. But like a good couple of times, there's been like, oh yeah, we'll we'll come at, come at five, obviously, um, and then yeah, I get a message at like half two in the afternoon, <laughs> and they're like, are you there now? Because I'm there now, uh, and we're like, no. Just yeah. no, like, and, even, and even like, if we were, that wasn't the agreed time. Yeah. Just no. Just no. <laughs> we had one where we were selling a desk for my mum and we agreed a time with this guy and he said, all right, I'll be, because it was obviously being collected from my mum's house, which is uh, about a half hour drive from where we are now, roughly. And so we said, oh, well, we'll go and help my mum because obviously we've sold it for her and we don't want her to get mugged and robbed in her own house, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, so we said, well, well, we'll go and we'll help move it and blah, blah, blah. Um, so we get to my mum's house and it was about four o'clock on a Thursday, let's say. Um, and the guys agreed to turn up at half four. Um, so we give him the address. We're like, oh, we're, we're ready for you. Here's the address. And he, he texts us going, oh, oh, uh, cause he just asked for the address and he goes, oh, you didn't text it to me in time. We literally texted it to him two minutes after he asked, oh, you didn't text it to me in time and I didn't read it. So, so I can't come. Um, also what? my cat's sick. He said, oh, my ca- I can't come tonight. We said, well, how about five? I think we said, like, how about five o'clock? Oh, I can't because my cat's sick now. I mean, you've given me two completely contrasting reasons why you haven't turned up. Yeah. It's so we said, well, what about Saturday? Oh, I can't do Saturday. Okay, well, forget it. Do you want it or not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we said, we said, forget it. We feel like we're being messed around here. This is what we said. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry if you're feeling messed around. How about Monday? We didn't reply. Then he keeps going, what about, what about Tuesday? Didn't reply. We just left it in the end. Uh, but we had, we, had, we have to go over now. and drive over. Because obviously yeah, we, don't want, yeah. we don't want some, some loose cannon turning up yeah. at my mum's house without us there. No, it's ridiculous. So he like, knocked it on the head in the end and we never heard from him again, to his credit. We've, um, Although he does have my mum's address. We've, um, we've had some positive experiences selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace, as in we have ultimately sold stuff on Facebook facebook marketplace yeah oh yeah but, we've made some sales but i'm kind of convinced that you it is it is fundamentally impossible to sell it to the first seven people who inquire oh mm. yeah, yeah you know what i mean it's I like that's the rule the yeah. first seven people will always waste your time and then it's only the eighth person that you'll be yeah. able to make it work but you're say you're selling something and then they they say oh will you hold it until tomorrow and i go well yeah all right i will and then you have to turn down various people because you're holding it for this person and then they, this just, is, yeah. they just go I, quiet. When, 
when I get that message, can you hold it? I go, oh, actually, I'm getting a lot of interest in this at the moment. Mm. So, um, so I'm sorry, but it's going to have to be a confirmation now or I'm going to go with someone else. And then and they like, get arsy. They do. They get arsy because they they'll, they'll say angry, something like, don't they? they say something like, oh, yeah, like, well, why haven't you sold it already if you're getting so much interest? I'm like, well, because that's well, not how it works, mate, is it? Like, yeah. I'm still I'm still negotiating with all of them. And also, yeah, I'm lying to you. There's no one else, but I don't want to be messed around by you. So. There's always a lot yeah. of like pent up anger on Facebook Marketplace. Like we, yeah, we got rid of our greenhouse uh, like for like for free. Like we we just gave it away. It's like you know, yeah. it is yours. You can have it. You just got to come and dismantle it. That's all you need. Yeah, we did the same. Yeah, and people get weird about it. It's so bizarre. It's like, look, what's wrong with it? What's wrong I'll, with it? Yeah, I'll leave the <laughs> gate open. You can come and steal it. I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it's like a whole thing. Like you get so many yeah. questions for such a small amount of money. You get so many different questions, and it's yeah. just like Jesus Christ. Just I'll throw it at you. Just take is, it. <laughs> is it just to give them the benefit of the doubt? Because the first thing they always ask is, "Is this still available?" Is that like yeah. a default? That is a yeah, that is a... a template. But there are other templates available. Yeah, yeah. There's a button. There's a that. button that they press, I think. So when you're buying something on Marketplace, there's a button to hit that says "Check if if available," and it mm. sends that message to them. Um, but like you say, there are other templates that you can. Well, you can I, a few weeks ago, I sold a watch on Facebook Marketplace, and it all went through fine. But the guy, like originally, he made me an offer. I said, "Okay, well that sounds fine. I, in principle, I accept your offer. Send me the money." Uh, to this to this PayPal and I'll get it sorted. And he phoned me through Facebook Messenger. I was like, "Fucking hell, mate! If I wanted you to phone me, I'd have given you my number." Yeah, I don't want this. I don't want this it's at like, all. And he, and he had a chat with me. And he was like, "Oh, can I trust you?" I'm like, "Well, probably not. No, because you don't know who I am." <laughs> I mean, you. Pro- I mean, I can. All I can say to you is, you can trust me. But saying that makes me sound untrustworthy. Well, was oh, he gonna... oh, that's that's a whole other thing that I'll have to get into. I think in a future thing is the idea of anyone who says you can trust me is immediately untrustworthy. Yeah, yeah. immediately. I mean, as it went, he sent me the money and I sent it to him, and he was very, very happy with it, which was cool. Right, but it was Great just news. like I didn't ask for a phone call. I don't want to know. It was like, oh, I'm going to do this with the watch. I'm going to, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take real good care of it. Don't care. Don't, we don't care. To don't care. Story. I'll 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 love it dearly. I'll keep yeah. it in a velvet box next to my bed. It's like, but that yeah. that was like that's one of the reasons he gave I should accept his offer because I actually had an offer that was slightly higher. But I said, well, you've got first refusal, so bollocks to it. It was only twenty yeah. quid or something. And he was like, oh oh, it's going to a good home and all that. I'm like, I, pff, I don't, I don't care. You can smash it with a hammer. Honestly, I don't I don't <laughs> care. We see my my um my parents aren't on Facebook, which I'm quite grateful for actually. Mm. But um. My dad wanted me to sell, a bit like your mom, Rev, wanted me to sell on his behalf a um, like a roof box for his car, like a kind of yeah. storage thing. And I think it was probably worth like 100 or 150 quid or something like that originally. But he'd had it ages and he was like, uh, yeah, just sell it. It's worth, you just, you know, get me 50 quid for it. You know, that's all sure. I want. And of course, you you put it on, and you're like, "Look, it's in it's in all right condition. You know, it's a little scuffed. It's been used for a few years. Fifty quid." And of course, like the first twenty people are like twenty quid. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, like, like, no, it's on for yeah. fifty. It's on for fifty. It's yeah, on no, for fifty. You, you could go, you could Google it, and you could see how much it's actually worth. But yeah, yeah, no, fifty quid. And then and then yeah, and then everyone goes, like, you know, forty quid. No, thirty quid. No, no, it's really no. like everybody's going lower. But eventually, like you know, you wait, and like the tw- like twenty first person to get in touch yeah. is like 
Yeah, fifty quid's great. Yeah, cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah, awesome. You know, that's a top, that's a top tip that you've got to be patient on Facebook Marketplace because some yeah. people are just not worth the time and effort. They really are, especially yeah. when they're buying stuff for really cheap. Like even whether it's fifty quid for a hundred quid yeah. item, or whether it's fifty p for some stickers or something, which we did sell again. That was something we sold, and it's just like Jesus Christ, just take the stickers. Just stop Please. asking me questions. Get out of my life. It's weird the other way around as well. Like I've bought stuff and, um, you know, occasionally like uh, I think I bought a table. I bought our podcasting table, the one we've not oh, been yes. able to sit around in like, you know, a year and a half. Mm. And um, I wanted a table I could drill holes in, you know, mm. like you do. So I could run the cables like through. And I remember messaging some guy because he was selling a table. I was like, oh, uh, can I just ask, like, what's the top made out of? Sure. You know, simple enough question. And then he was like, "Oh, I think it's like plastic or something." I was like, "Ah, yeah, no, it's cheers, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm not. It's not really what I'm looking for." Would he? Would he give up? No, no. It was like he kept messaging me, going like, "You sure you don't want it?" It's yeah, no, no, I'm fine. It's just really not. That's what I'm the other for. side of it, isn't it? Yeah, That's the other side that people get desperate oh then on the other side of things, and it's just like I've said, I don't want it. I've said, I don't want it. Just leave me, leave me be. Yet. We're not like mates now. Just because I've appeared in your messenger like app, because that's how it works. Doesn't mean we're mates and that we can yeah. chat about like what you're going to use my watch for, what this table's made of. I don't, I don't care. Keeps, keeps I sending you pictures of him wearing the watch. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, is he in the shower? What's going on? It's, yeah, it's just like, I'm, I'm giving you a service. I offer a very good service on Facebook Marketplace. I, te I text them a picture of, of it in all wrapped up with their address on. Here it is. Nice. Here's what to look out for. Now leave me alone. Forever. Just, yeah. I offer yeah. a very professional service, but we're not friends. I don't need to hear from you beyond this transaction. The problem with Facebook Marketplace, and I think the thing that makes all this weird behavior legitimate, is because it's um, it's so unofficial. Like, yeah. there's no... there are nobody, no, like, nobody, nobody trusts anybody. No, no, you could just do a runner, like, with it. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the only way I've ever sold anything through Facebook Marketplace is door-to-door. Like, yeah. I've, I've mm. never done, like, like what you mentioned with PayPal and sending people stuff. Like, that's come up in conversations before where someone's like, oh, could you send it to me? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm just really just I'm selling this. Because which way around do you do it? Do you, let, do you make them pay you first and then send it out? Which I suppose you do. But, that's, like, some of them don't want to do that. That's the way that. I've done it, yeah. Well, it's like, um, there's a really awkward moment where you do get them around your house. Like, I, I sold uh, my old mountain Into bike the lounge. from when I was a kid. And, if, and after, you know, a ton of people going like, oh, 10 quid, you know, five quid. I was like, no, <laughs> no, it's worth like 50 quid. Uh, and it's not even worth that. Like, I just want five, 50 quid five for it. Five quid. Yeah. And then eventually, like, this lady and her, uh, her son, her, her man child, came over to um, collect the bike. And it's that weird moment where, like, you open the door, you let them into your house, and they're looking at the bike, and you're suddenly like, I'm in a house of, like, like these two strangers are now in my house. Yeah. And there's that moment where, like, they go, well, let's have a look at the bike then. Sure. And then I kind of stand there and I'm like, oh, this is awkward. You know, and they got to like look at the bike and go, well, it's definitely a bike. You know, oh, look at that. Oh, the wheel. But then they make, they make that small talk that people always make when you have to like examine something that yes. you're going to buy. But yeah. you, you, you're kind of like, you know, you're going to buy it because it's so much more awkward if you don't. So you just sort of go, oh, yeah, seats in, uh, seats in oh, good condition. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the chain, uh, the chain's on. Yeah, oh, that's good. Sometimes I've never, I've never had anyone turn up and say no. Well, no, exactly. Yeah, it's, no. anyway. But it's also it's that moment where, like, after you've done the awkward small talk, and they're like, and then they they talk among themselves, and we're like, do you do, do you want it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think. Yeah. I th I th yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I think nod, I do. nod. I think I do. And then and then the hand goes very slowly to the wallet, 
yeah, and then yeah. like and your eyes kind of like snap zoom onto their hand and it's this really like really like slow motion awkward moment where they're reaching in and you see him like counting out the bills and it's like oh my god you know like the world, the world goes quiet and then the moment your hangs are on it's like oh it's fine yeah off you go cheers yeah, yeah good luck yeah the thing they're not, they're not dread... gonna come to my house and kill me after all <laughs> The thing I always dread is that they're going to, in some way, either forget to pay me or they're going to try not to pay me and just walk away. And so, and I'm, I'm always fearful that there's going to be this moment where I've got to say, and the money, please. Yeah. You know? The thing is that, is, that is a very aggressive thing to ask a stranger. Yeah. Can it's I like, have some money, please? Give me, give me your money. Yeah. Of the three I, of I us. demand your money. Yeah, give it to the, me now. Of the three of us, however, I think the only one of us who I imagine would be comfortable with that accusation is is yourself, Chris Frey. I can Thank imagine. <laughs> I can imagine Nick and I that just is... collapsing into a black hole of, of of awkwardness if that were to ever come up. <laughs> just no, please, just take it. It's fine. Oh, I'm sure. Like... You're, I'm sure you'll send me the money at a later date. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. As they're walking away, like not even looking at their wallet, just walking away with my bike. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, no, no. that's yeah, that's fine. That's fine though. That's okay. <laughs> I don't trust anybody enough to owe me money beyond the the thing I'm giving them. No, like, like I include like yes. friends in that. We yeah, um, yeah. we sold a, a mattress to a to a very nice a very nice lady when we only uh, lightly soiled. When we moved out of a shared house, and uh, we were like, "Well, it's you know we've slept on it for several years. Sure, it's never been washed because you can't get a mattress in a you can't get a mattress in a washing machine. That's absurd. Not easily true that." But it's had a bed sheet on, so technically, technically, yeah. technically it's you've fine. not touched it as such. Yeah, you've probably uh, sweated through it. Definitely, probably. I mean, certainly, yeah, and and shat myself, obviously. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, right. the usual, just the usual amount. That's just though. that's just wear and tear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was fine, you know. And I was a bit like, I felt a bit weird selling a mattress. It felt like I was selling like a, a kind of used syringe or something like mm. that but um but she was like oh no it's cool you know i've uh it's just for one of the houses i own and you know it'll be good enough for the, the tenants and stuff and i was like yeah yeah probably will yeah probably well will. yeah if, you, if she doesn't have to sleep on it it's, it's no skin off her nose is it so i've, I've been a tenant it's fine yeah, yeah. I, know, I know how much you care about us that's that's okay tenants are lucky uh, to get anything to be <laughs> yeah. fair yeah yeah it's true swines um uh i've got hate yeah he's got hate nick's got hate yeah i've got hate um i i hate gnarly branding right i hate it when your when your logo is a skull with blood dripping out of its eyes and it's got like it's got a bit of the skull top missing and there's a brain in it and it's going like and its eyes like hanging out and underneath it says like bleeding skull limited can i just say it's like it does. What? It kind of say it does feel like well, this is a merry-go-round of our greatest hits, where it's like people are shit and we hate marketing, and that's yeah. basically like every episode. Welcome, welcome to episode ninety of a show called Eight. Yeah. More of what you love. The greatest hits of show called Eight. What do we hate? Logos. What do we hate? People. Hey, we hate. <laughs> we hate everyone around us and all the things that we do. Yes. Oh, uh, but, but sorry, Nicholas. Do you mean uh, like are we? Are you talking like genuine gnarly or like ironic gnarly? I think either, to be honest. Like if uh, it's it's the imagery that matters to me, not not the the intention. Like whether it's meant to be ironic or whatever. I don't know why you could or how you could be proud of your product, van, of 
uniform or yourself. Yeah, if you've got like a severed zombie hand on your chest, embroidered in beautiful green and white, you know, silk thread, and it's got like a bone sticking out, and it's just like in the, in a middle finger shape, and it's just like fuck you, comics, you know, underneath it. It's just like <laughs> what? See, uh, the thing, I always wonder who buys those things. I know because it's everywhere. I, and it's I can't think. Now. I can't think in my wildest dreams that I would look at a t-shirt like that and think yes. Yes, please. That's the one. That's the t-shirt for me. I mean, we're all wearing plain t-shirts. So maybe that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do suddenly realise <laughs> We're literally all wearing plain t-shirts at the moment. But um, I love a graphic tee. I've got a good few t-shirts with designs on them. But you're right. I would never, I would never buy one like that. Like, this was raised... I've always hated it, but it sort of appeared on my radar because I was talking to a guy I sort of know through another guy, and he's starting up a t-shirt company. Oh. And uh, everyone, that, that doesn't everyone's sound always... like a crowded marketplace at all. <laughs> I know, right? Everyone's starting up a fucking t-shirt company at least one point in their lives. Um, and uh, and I was like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, show me some of the designs, you know. And so he does, and it's Jesus. all that. So like, one of the designs is like um, a melting but... ice cream, but the ice cream is like a skull, and the, <laughs> and it's like the flesh is like dripping off the skull, but it's got a lollipop stick out the bottom of it. And it's like I was like, but what's oh, that? What's that trying cool. to say? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. It's also like, A, who's it for? And B, who's it supposed to be pissing off? Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's meant to be like, yeah, fuck you, the system, I don't know. It's not effective at that because it's not making any sort of point or narrative at all. And then if it's meant to be ironic and just like, oh, yeah, you're wearing something gross and it's funny. Well, it just looks gross, though. Like, whether or not it's funny, whether anyone else thinks it's it's still fucking shit. <laughs> it just yeah. looks bad. I don't get it. It's it's weird though, isn't it? Because I know ex- when you're describing it, I know I can picture it. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And I'm like, is there only one guy who draws them? Because <laughs> they all look. Maybe. The, yeah, they all kind of look like they've come from the same person. Uh, they do. There's a very. It's like it's the only subject I think in art that whoever draws it, it comes out in the exact same style every single time. Yeah. yeah. It's like s- super thick black key lines, block fill color. And like a bone and some blood. And it's always white, green and red are the three primary colours. Yeah. It's bone white, greeny zombie flesh and red blood. That's what you need. Those three colours and a black line and, and you've sorted it. And skulls feature quite prominently. You have like, you have like a skull, yeah. maybe with like flames coming out of his eyes. Yeah, And like cool. his tongue kind of sticking out. But like the words like fuck you are standing on his yeah. tongue and they're candles and the candles are melting. Sort of. Oh, yes, and there's That's... wax dripping down over his tongue, yes. dripping off the end of it. There's always a lot of dripping themes, whether it's flesh dripping, blood dripping, wax dripping. You want some drip in there. Well, the thing is, Nick, there's no... Uh, now, you're, you're an artist, but I wouldn't expect you to understand wow. this. Uh, <laughs> there's no... Um, there are no uh, straight lines in nature. As, no. as I was frequently told, so that's why you can't use a ruler when you're drawing something. Um, so a drip, is that's a very curvy line, you see. It is. So very I easy, do see. Very easy to draw a drip. But what's, Thanks, what, is, what, is, what does nature even mean? There are no straight... <laughs> but you're not drawing nature. No, you're drawing a dripping... What if, I'm drawing a, what if I'm drawing a table? Yeah. That don't make any sense. Who hurt you, John? Who is this person who said yeah. that you can't use a ruler? That just sounds like nonsense to me. I think it, I think it was Mrs. Tillard, if I'm honest. <gasps> Mrs. Tillard. In primary yeah. school, yeah. Do you think, do you think she listens teacher. to this? She wasn't very nice. She no. probably does listen. No, to she it. was a... What was she? She was, a, she was the choir leader. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's the one who made us... Well, she was a teacher, but in the... What did she teach? Oh, well, you, did, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't have a subject when you no, were in no, primary that's, school. No, that's true. That's, oh, yeah. that's true. You just but taught no, everything. She, she, was she, the, she was the teacher everyone hated. 
She right. was the one who you had to sing the register every That's the morning. One. Oh, what? She wanted so... everyone to sing the register so she could pinpoint whether you could qualify to be in her choir. Oh, was that uh... the was that the mystery? That was yeah. Why. So so she'd like work her way down the list, and it would always be like she'd go like Good morning. She'd go like Hello, Nick, and then you'd have to go like. Uh, yes. Uh, is that I'm good morning? Here. Yeah, like, yeah, like, right, hello. Yeah. You would have yeah. made the choir. You oh. would have made the choir based on. Yes! I'm in the choir! Oh, you didn't want Fuck to be in the choir. All. It was an awful place to be. Oh, uh, okay. A lot of thinking back, a lot of religious songs, thinking about it. Well, it was mm. a Church of England primary school. Yeah, but like, that's like background religion in the UK. That's kind of like yeah, wallpaper. Church of religion. England is like, yeah, default religion. It's like, yeah. if you don't think about it, you're probably C of E. Yeah. Oh yeah, we sang. We had all the singing and the register and the religious songs. Oh yeah, all of that. And look at us yeah. now, like when a complaining night one about is zombie Spurs. logos. Oh, actually, when a night one is Spurs isn't especially religious, is it? Did you ever sing that one? What? When a night one is Spurs. No, no that sounds. So. That sounds like weird religion. That sounds like deep. Yeah, I think it's like it's like that. Sounds, that sounds like a football match. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like. I don't know, like Arthurian legend. Now again, Nick, I don't. You did go to a special school for gifted gifted boys, didn't you? Hey, now, no, uh, no, not not primary. I didn't. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, when I became very intelligent, oh, which yes. you probably wouldn't understand, uh, at the age of eleven, then I, then I did. Yeah, right. So when you sang, verily, when the knight doth win his spurs, was that like sure. primary school or sure. secondary school? That was primary school. Okay, I yeah, I still think it was about it was a it was a hymn, but it was about a hymn about a knight killing a dragon. I think it was about what is his George Saint George King George. Georgie, one yeah, the George one, one of one of the Georges. Yeah, I think it was about him. But yeah, I thought you'd know that song. That's a shame. I look no, very stupid now. No, that seems. I remember the one. I remember the one about the kookaburra. See, I think I think Cook, you were far um, enough away from Cookaburra me. sits on electric wire, it's jumping gonna, up and down hit. with his bum on fire. Whee! <laughs> yeah. Now you know well that that was not. No, that was our that was our that comedy was a, comedy lyrics. That was Hard comedy to know lyric, for sure yeah. whether it was in fact. But I can't actually remember the the proper lyrics. There you go. See, my memories of performing in primary school because you know it's an element of experimental theater which you're forced to participate in at that age i remember i i vividly remember having to do in hindsight what was probably an experimental dance routine based around (laughs) the blitz oh oh i mean there's there's i mean there's no way you can come out of that looking good and i'm picturing it now and Mm. it does occur to me I'm actually projecting my brain out of my body and into the into the into the perspective of all the parents who were assembled and had to watch that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of in this moment realizing how utterly awful that must have been and how they all had to sit through it and kind of enjoy it. Were you the bombs? No. There were like <laughs> bombs falling. Okay. Uh which that that was in the theatre of the mind though. You had to imagine that. Awesome, and, yeah. and then we would all emerge uh, and kind of like creep around. It was weird in hindsight, like we were kind of dodging. Well, we weren't dodging the bombs because that would be more ex- energetic. We were like just kind of like <laughs> cautiously creeping while something played. It was very weird. Yeah, I'm thinking about that now. Mm. 
God, it's. I don't like did it. any did any of these children wear zombie logos on their clothes? Yeah. Do you no, think? sorry, that was very nonconformist. No, that wouldn't have been allowed. When no, you got to se- when you when you got to secondary school though, that's when you slap a uh, a yeah. kind of zombie patch on. You the could back put a of ba- your yeah a patch on your bag or on your sleeve or something. Oh yeah, and that's to show off your individuality. <laughs> yeah. See, this is the thing. I think those sorts of brands are like very popular with young teens who think that is that is anti-establishment. If I put a skull that's got his middle bony finger up, and if I get a patch of that and I put it on my backpack, I am like the equivalent of a pirate on land. Like I am, I'm an absolute legend. Um, but but this is the thing: is that these brands are being used by big companies, you know, by grown-ups. For grown-ups. And that's the bit I don't understand. See, I, I just think, as a brand purist, it looks mm. terrible. It's, yeah. it's too complicated beyond anything else. It looks messy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You don't want that for your brand. But which... which Are we thinking of any brands in particular that use these particular graphics or not? I can't think... Nothing's coming to mind. Obviously, the thing that made just me think generic, of this was this... generic people walking around with these How, on. Yeah. If you're working in that industry, though, so say, like your um i could have picked any business but hypothetically speaking i'm going to say that you're a a a surfing nice fashion yes. brand that just came to you out of nowhere i'd imagine just out of nowhere i can't, can't think why so you're a kind mm. you're like a surfing brand and you make uh t-shirts branded t-shirts and uh, maybe you sell your own brand of uh surfboard wax Probably. and you know you've been in the business since maybe like 2004 established in 2004 that's in your logo which is a, a, a skull screaming. Uh, and With a surfboard wedged in its head. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, like an arrow, like coming out the other side. And yeah. uh, you're having a meeting. The year is, you know, 2021. Yeah. You're sitting around in your little boardroom, lovely view of the Devonshire coast, and you're like, um, gentlemen, we've, we've done a skull. Yeah. We, we've done a, uh, a severed hand. We even, at one point had a beating heart, like a bloodied beating heart on a surfboard. Yeah, and the whole board's like, yeah. <laughs> where, do, where do we go from here? How do we innovate? Oh, uh, yeah. And then, like, yeah, tentative Derek at the back, who's, <laughs> who's always, he's always so shy and he's sweating constantly and he stands up and he just goes, um, sirs, what about a spinal column? And everyone's like, hooray! Yeah. It's, it's innovative. We never thought of anything like it. And exactly. then there's one guy at the back, like one kind of white, wizened old man. He's like, you fools, you fools, you're only delaying the inevitable. <laughs> We've run out of body parks. It can't be done. <laughs> yes, all right, Grandad, you said that about the hand. <laughs> you said it couldn't be done. But we put a mouth on a hand and we made it all awesome, apparently. Yeah. This is it. This is it. I, th- there are only so many things I think they can draw. You know, it has to be skull, it has to be blood, it has to be bone. Well, I mean, we've seen it. We've seen them all. That's the end. Yeah, there's really, there's really nowhere left to go with that. So, uh, yeah, so has it hurt you recently, this concept? Well, just seeing this, this guy's range of... Because he had a range of T-shirts as well, and, and his logo as well. And the logo was very much a... If I'm trying to remember now, I think it was a skull... No, it was a it was a little skeleton boy wearing a t shirt. That's right, because of course oh, it's a t shirt. That's, that's sure, cool. yeah. And that was really cool. Um, <laughs> and then he had like had like ten designs, and they were all just this. They were just this sort of stuff. And I was just like, you know, I was trying to be as complimentary as possible. But the thing is, I was like, well, even just from a basic level of you're starting a new business, 
this isn't marketable because we've seen this a trillion times before. Like, what do you have? What do you have that's going to make you stand out? Um, so, yeah, I was just disappointed, I think. I was just disappointed. And I should have told him there and then. I should have said, I'm disappointed with you. You see, my my thinking with like a, a, a graphic tee is that when I see a T-shirt with a logo on it or a symbol or a piece of artwork, I'm like, mm. Mm, I'm thinking, how can I make a custom t-shirt like i'm thinking how can i make a t-shirt which is purely me for me and me only yes that that speaks of me what would would that have what would that have on it um it'd probably be a a screaming skull with the word fuck you dripping off his tongue i don't think anything like that exists so i think no it's weird actually like if only (laughs) if only i could find it but um but yeah isn't it it's like is it yeah are people wearing this because they think it speaks of their individuality do you think I mean, I'm so individual that I'm going to buy this mass-produced product. Yes. Everybody's got a thing. It's just like, it's, it is particularly striking that this particular style is so incredibly unique and yet also so incredibly repetitive, and if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah like no, it does. Yeah. Do they do, do they do well, these people, financially? Well, I mean, this guy's only just started out. He's yeah. like, he's looking to launch his business. And I don't know whether, I don't think he's going to do very well, if I'm honest. Like, I don't want to be mean, but I honestly hope he's not listening. <laughs> well, no, maybe we should wish him all the best and just kind of hope, you know, hope, you know. Maybe but, there's no, but, no, but no, the thing is, I don't want to see people walking around in t-shirts like that. I don't want to see for my From my own point of view, I don't think people should be allowed to buy t-shirts like that. <laughs> So there we go. You've heard it here. If you saw, we're against you, it. If you were walking your dog in a, everyone family... should wear plain t-shirts like me. If you were walking your dog in a family park, Chris Frey, and sure. you're, you're as there I with do, your... as I do sometimes, you're there with mm. your dog and your clear plastic bag with two cans of two cans of strong lager, yeah. enforced lager, and a and, nodding, um, nodding at all the or nodding at all the children with a smile and, on my face, and, the, and there's a kid's bike leaning, leaning against a tree, and yeah. you see a you see a person wearing a a, a t-shirt, black t-shirt with a, a kind of green rotting zombie on, sure. but he's like doing a kick flip or something on a skateboard, <laughs> a sweet um, manoeuvre. Yeah, how does that make you feel? Um, I wouldn't say angry because I don't care enough, but um, you know, I just think, oh, that's a that's a waste of a nice fitting t-shirt, probably. The zombie is you know. um, it's got two middle fingers up while he's doing the kickflip. Does does artwork need to be sweary though? Yeah. Does it? And it's that's a question. That's a question I'm putting out there. Yeah. Why does why do we need to see that? Why do we need to see an abusive cartoon zombie? Maybe artwork is meant. To, maybe artwork is meant to be provocative. Maybe no, artwork is meant to challenge. But that's to that's being provocative and just rude. Because it's fucking sorry for being rad. rude. Fucking rad, yeah, bros. Nick, Nick uh, it's, not, it's not, though, is it? Are any other people who wear those t-shirts fucking rad? Well, they think they are. I don't, think I've, a, I don't think I've met any of them. That's just an open-ended question. We'll have to... That, that's yeah, I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's one out there who is I don't know whether you can, those t-shirts, whether, but I've not met you him can, or her. Do you think you can be objectively rad? Have you ever met anyone and you're like, they are rad? Like, not just cool or fun no. or, or like... Are they rad? But then would, it, would, well, it, would a rad person want me to call them rad? They probably wouldn't, it's, actually. It's actually they, funny. Would they, they would probably be aghast, wouldn't they? It's funny ah. you mention that, because I reckon in my early 20s, I oh, knew yeah. a few people who, if they weren't legitimately rad, they considered themselves rad. 
Mm. Yeah, but that's, now, that's very different. Those two things now, are very different. But 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 again, now that we're all in our kind of mid thirties, um, these are the people who are now like the weird guy in the pub. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. It, they never. They were very... so they were so rad then that they didn't bother changing. No, yeah. that's the thing. There's there's always a point, and I think it's a they're very stuck. fine it's a very fine tipping point where you're the cool guy who's rad, and <laughs> you know it's always 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 good at parties. And then suddenly you're the weird guy in the pub. Yeah, yeah. You 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 know what I mean. Like you're you're just. It's happened. That guy. It's happened to many many people. I'm sure many a good, lot of people many we've good met folks. over the years as well. I feel like Rad's a very specific kind of cool though. Like I don't think you can just be the cool guy or the class clown or whatever it is. Because I I totally agree with you, John, that those people can get stuck and then end up being the weird guy at the pub. But I think Rad is a very specific kind of cool that may involve a skateboard. Yeah. May involve a surfboard. May involve an extreme sport, maybe a BMX, maybe all of yes. these. Yes, yeah. And and I think you're both cool, and you have a skateboard, and can do a kicked flip, perhaps. But also, you're modest. Maybe yeah, someone who's ne- truly yes. rad has a skateboard, but is modest about it. I like that. I think that might be true. And I think your point earlier is, if I told them that I thought they were rad, they would be like, either no, they'd be or, they'd be like, thanks so much for the compliment, Nick. But I'm just a guy. I'm just hey hey dude hey I'm just Nick, here Nick, I'm just Nick, living bra Nick bra hey hey bra I'm just let's have another let's have another protein <laughs> ch- shake and chill out let's have yeah. a brewski no that's when you would say hey I think you're pretty rad and then they go no brother I'll tell you who's really rad our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ <laughs> yeah. and then they've got like a radical teen Bible. And they'll like do a, a a sick Ollie, a sick Oliver yeah. on their skateboard, and they'll kind of roll off into the sunset and that's, with lights. And that's when you realise you're far too deep into this world. Yeah, and you either, <laughs> you either have to get out then, then there, it's, or you're in. That's it for the life. moment. Or either. that's the that's the red flag for you to leave the skate park. But yeah. the problem is, you look around, and everyone's they're all holding their boards, and on the underside is the cross. The, the, pro- the cross. problem I've got at the moment is the the only thing I can picture is Poochie. Yeah. That's the only He's thing that's rad. in my head at the moment. Poochie is I rad. feel like the the dark side of rad is where like you'd you'd be invited like a friend of, of a friend of a friend. So like a The a, dark side of rad? The dark side of rad would be like the friend <laughs> of a friend a of a book. friend, your third acquaintance going, there's a party happening in a in a in a wood nearby. Come along, yes. it's gonna be great. You're gonna turn up and you and it's gonna be a bunch of like people wearing these t shirts. It's all going to be a bit, and you're like, yes. and you're going to be like, well, okay, this is a bit weird, but at least there's alcohol. And then you could dis- discover there is no alcohol, and yeah. everyone's just high on life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. And there's going to be this weird, utterly sober rave in the middle of a wood, and you're all going, and you're going to be standing on the edge, going, "I need to leave yeah, right I now." Need to get out. I, I, think- I, I genuinely can't think of anything worse than that. Yo, scenario. yo, what up, guys? My name's Duncan. I read Leviticus. <laughs> come on, come on down. Thing is, if, if you were in the woods and you were about to be murdered, at least you'd be dead for part of it. I guess. Yeah, that's you'd true. have to live the whole thing, all of that. <laughs> at least you'd be dead for part of it. It's that's a point, amazing. It's a point where, but it's around the time where you would ask, but seriously, though, where's the alcohol? 
And yeah. that's when you realise that an impromptu skank is happening at the other side yeah, around yeah. the bonfire. Just this wild oh, abandon. Oh, they're skanking so hard. They're skanking like... hard. The whole time they're skanking. Yeah. To, the, to the extent that you find, you look down at your legs and they are skanking themselves. Yeah, and you, can't help, you just can't help it. Yeah. And someone's whipped out a CD for Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. And they're just like going <laughs> wild to some early 2000s scar in the corner. And you're like... And that's when I turn to you and we're like, start the car. We need, yeah. <laughs> we need to go. But right then you look now. at me and you look super closely and there are two crucifixes in my eyes. <laughs> and I'm just like, hey, hey, dude. Hey, brah. Hey, brah. Hey, brah. Hey, hey brah. Bra. Grab a monster and let's kick flew. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think, I think these guys are really onto something. Let's, let's neck a two litre bottle of Evian and then just skank the night away. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to hydrate, bruh. You've got to hydrate to skag, bruh. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. I think so. A, a modern horror story. Um, <laughs> it's like the new Midsummer. It's terrifying, honestly. Um, I like it. I think The Dark Side of Rad would be a great title. And I think we make this film. And it's like Blair Witch crossed with Midsummer, but it's all about Rad, Jesus following cultists it's trying in to the get away. It's trying to get away from a weird, utterly sober... It's like, yeah, the, the first, act, the first act is when you meet this person and they come into your life yeah. and you think, oh, this guy's pretty pretty cool. Oh, yeah, let's be friends. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty fucking rad. And then uh, at like the start rad. of the second act, you're in, you're in the woods and you're thinking, hang on a minute. And then the third uh, act on. is just purely trying to get out. Just escape. Yeah. Third act is escape. Escape the cult. Escape the dark side of Rad. Yeah. I really like this, guys. And I cannot stress <laughs> enough that they the menace does not come from the fact that they mean you ill. They do oh, not. No. The menace comes from the fact that you're trapped in a wood at a weird <laughs> Deuteronomy rave and you are utterly sober. You're like, I need a drink. Like, yeah. you would not believe. Start the car. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a video game. Maybe maybe you've got to. Maybe it's. Like I think a I think this, this branches across all mediums. Frankly, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a multimedia franchise. I think we yeah. need to get started now. It's a transmedia experience. Got it is. Flip book. Yeah. Uh, you know, collectible card game. <laughs> Tazos. <laughs> Tazos. <laughs> Alf's back in pog form. Um, I have. I have a hate. Oh, oh yeah. We're only, we've only done two. I know. From <laughs> the, the rotating merry-go-round of people are shit, I hate marketing, and on to John for some genuine horror. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. I hate the nutty putty cave. What? what? That sounds like something you've just made up. This I is, don't like it. This is a real is thing. This, is this somewhere where people go for raves? <laughs> no, no, certainly not anymore. Uh, this is a, uh, a, a cave system in Utah. Oh right, and uh, I found. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. I found out about this. Um, <laughs> this is a real thing. You can Google it. Uh, I found out about this uh, by random. I honestly cannot remember how I discovered this in recent weeks, but it was discovered. This cave structure was discovered in 1960, I believe. And uh, the issue is they're incredibly narrow. Oh no. So it's a long winding series of of underground passageways. Oh no. And um Oh boy. Yeah, so um spelunkers, so those <laughs> lunatics who like not just caving but kind of squeezing their bodies through kind of tiny Oh god, I tiny, don't understand them. Yeah. I don't understand tiny tiny little spaces. Um <laughs> it was quite a sp- Quite a 
popular kind of spot, you know, so people would kind of... Um, oh, Jesus. Just collect Pokemon yeah. cards or something. Like, why do they have to do this? Why do they have to do that? Yeah, it's not good. Um, <laughs> but, like, people would just, you know, kind of, you know, go for it. And they're like, hey, this will be a nice weekend. Why don't we go into this cave structure and we will kind of just squeeze squeeze our bodies through these tiny little passageways. It's making me feel a little bit ill as you're talking yeah. about it, honestly. It's it like is. when you watch like, videos of people like hanging off buildings. Yeah, it's, that it's kind, the same it's that feeling. kind of um, motion sickness. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like I want to stretch my arms out right now because yeah. I know I can. Yeah, just um, literally oh. like reach out so that you can't touch the walls. Like this is, enjoy it because I, I felt ill kind of finding about finding out about this. So like... There's this cave system called the Nutty Putty Cave, which is an awful name. It's awful, uh, yeah. yeah. And it gives you, if you look online, you can find like a little map of like the, the cave layout. And you would think that like being a map, that you're kind of looking at it from the top down. Like this is, this is how the layout works. Like, you know, like a traditional map. But you're actually looking at it from the side on. Like so, an ant colony or something. Yeah, so it's very vertical. Right. So okay. you come in and you've got an option. You can go up or you can kind of like go down, you know. Oh. So I'm looking at the map now and it kind of suggests that like if you were to go up, it's a little wider. Like, sure. you know, probably not like crazy wide, probably not like, you know, uh, a room or a corridor, you know, probably a no. bit of a squeeze. Let's uh, not be crazy. But there's little areas. They've given, they've given all the little bits little names. And there's like, you go up and you're like, oh, you've got the maze. You've got the big room. You've got the crack. How big, how big is the big room? Well, I don't know, but Not that we, big. Won't be, we won't be focusing on that bit. Uh, so basically, you can also go down. And this is where it gets into full-blown horror. Like, oh, absolute yeah. just horror. Um, there's a reason you can't go to the Nutty Putty Caves anymore. Oh, oh no. And that's because... Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no. That's because a, a dude... Oh, in oh, no. 2009 was 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 climbing down through this narrow little pipe oh no uh and there's a bit they call the birth canal oh, oh no. you can probably oh, no. you can probably guess why it's called that and really? that leads that leads to a bit called bob's push oh what and that and that leads to a bit called the aorta canal who's come up with oh. these and then vein alley which I think Vain. is, yeah, which I think is possibly like a, a lost circle of hell. I'm looking at this now, and like my palms are sweating. Yeah, um, I sort of, I don't anyways, really want to look at this. I'm not going to. I'm going to try so this, not to. So this guy called um, John Jones, uh, he was in 2009. He was on a climb, and he was going down the birth canal, oh. which you have to do head first. So oh, you're right. going, you're going oh, vertically down head first, and he decided to there was a side tunnel and he was like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take a detour i'm I'm gonna go a little detour down a bit which like nobody has done before i can't do it i reckon reckon there's gonna be a reason no one's done that this is killing me john so it's killing me (laughs) he went down this tiny bit which was 10 inches wide and he got he got stuck upside down in this tunnel, head down, and um, they 
they tried to rescue him and they could not. And they were like, we, we there is no way to pull him out that would not break his legs. Oh, my um, God. And honestly, I would be like, just break my legs. Just just do it. Ugh. Take the legs. Keep it light, John. And he died. Woo! And he d- This is tough. And and he and, and he died head head down in a in a in a in a stone tube deep beneath the earth, which was only ten inches wide, and they could not retrieve his body. Oh no. So they concreted the entrance to the cave shut. Ugh. So nobody has been in the nutty putty cave since two thousand and nine. And that is my hate. Well, the, it, the, the whole system is, is concrete the whole shut. Si- the whole system is concrete shut because it is honestly the most horrifying thing on planet Earth. Jesus and it, Christ. And it deserves that, to be buried. It is horrendous. That, oh. In a way, I'm kind of, there's a happy ending, despite everything you just said then, which is that it's sealed up. Because yeah. now my brain can't take me there, in a, in a way. He spent like, 27 hours stuck upside down before oh, dying. Can, John. You, can you even imagine? It is... Oh, John. It's really weird you bring this up because horrendous. Uh, I was I was on TikTok today, as I like to be. Oh, and I, God. on my on my page, uh, just yeah, getting random TikToks, and I came across an account called Claustrophobia. Oh, great. And it, and it was literally... Do? Yeah, well, guess. Um, it was literally a shot of what looked like a very small pipe. Again, probably 10 inches across or something. And it was just a, an external shot of a guy getting ready to just slide in. And he like tucks his arms up, you know, and everything. And then he gets into this weird sort of tiny system. It's man-made, this system, though. And I think they were actually workers. They were actually going in because they had to do some maintenance work. But they not only go down through this incredibly 45-degree angle downward pipe to get into this system of wherever they've got to do their work, but then they have to, on their backs, in a tunnel full of water... They have to swim so that their nose is basically touching the roof of this tiny, basically water-filled tunnel with their mouth just above the surface of the water. And they have to swim backwards through this tiny water-filled tunnel for a distance before they can reach the place that they've got to do the maintenance. And this is something that these workers have to do. Like, that's the only way this work can be done is by entering that way and doing that to get there to do the thing and then getting out again. And that, I saw that today. And then it's really weird, John, that you then come at me. You woke up and chose yeah. violence and you came at me with this story. <laughs> John, and it's like, John, John's like the algorithm you? just following you around in your head. And you absolute monster. Now, it's funny. There's how, a movie it, been made about this guy, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. I'm just looking oh him my. up. I, I, I couldn't resist the urge to look it up. I now. Yeah. It's, it's funny you mentioned that, Nick, because you were saying uh, many times during that little anecdote uh, that uh, they had to do this, so that they had to do this. And, yeah. and it's funny, isn't it? Because people sometimes like get angry that we have trade unions and stuff. Cause I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, no, I, um, I, I don't no. think anybody should have to do that. Yeah. I think that's kind of monstrous. I agree. Weirdly though, watching these guys do it. Cause it was three guys in this very short video. Uh, they had smiles on their faces the whole time. They were loving it, it seemed. I bet they Or at did. least they... Yeah, otherwise they wouldn't get paid. <laughs> well, indeed, yeah. Or yeah. maybe it was the only way they could fulfill a very specific kink that they had. No, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, John. Yeah, I'm, I'm um... just horrified. That might be your worst one yet, John. Yeah, yeah. I think you've... Um, I think you've really committed to 
the hate side of the yeah. show today. I mean, well, I yeah, hate, well, to be fair, I hate. I agree with you on that one. I hate that as well. It's I horrendous, hate isn't it? Like, it's, it's rare that you come across a story. Because like, there's a lot of weird stuff on the internet. I've seen a lot of weird stuff on the internet. And sometimes oh, sure. you're like... You're like, ooh, that's startling. Or ooh, you go, a bit creepy. Ooh, ooh, I'm going to think about that later when the lights go down and I will be a little <laughs> startled. That's the worst. <laughs> and then occasionally you come across a story where you just get this kind of raw horror in your gut. Yeah. And you're like, I know this is like, well, what would it be like 12, 13 years in the past, 3,000 miles away in America. And yet the fact that the Nutty Putty Cave exists, even sealed up in concrete... That's if anything that is slightly worse. That it's now oh, really? sealed up with the guy's body in there. That's true. That is true. It's kind of oh no. What I, I just like there are so many ways to die on a normal day. Jesus. Why would you want to I, I like, honestly like I, I just I I get the I get the urge to like fly higher. I get the urge to like swim faster, deeper, to to push human thing, limits. But like, why? I understand extreme sports, even though I wouldn't do them. I understand the thrill of flying through the air on on a bike or you know bungee jumping or whatever. Because if you can get past the fear part of it, you are doing something wild and fun. And like the feeling would, would I can imagine if I could get past say jumping out of a plane, if I could get past the fear of doing that. I imagine you would feel amazing like you're flying, right? But going down a tiny tube, why is that fun? Even if you're not afraid, yeah. why is it fun? How is it fun? There's no way that's fun. The only way that, that you get anything out of that is by coming out of it at the end and telling your friends and bragging about what you've achieved. That's the only positive I can see. And even that isn't worth it. I've, I've got would, would, if he got out, would he fall yeah. into the category of fucking rad, though? <laughs> I'm well, yeah. That that possibly would be the kind of guy. <sighs> I, it's all that's too far. I think he's John. John has completely point. destroyed the tone of this episode. Yeah, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, you have you have shattered the the fun loving uh, style. It doesn't, it doesn't like feel like bring. 15 minutes ago we were talking about zombie logos, does it? Yeah, sorry about that. Okay, <laughs> it feels, like, it feels uh, like that was about three weeks ago. Let's let's. Turn, I feel like I've aged. <laughs> let's turn it back, but in a really like disrespectful way. So yeah, just because they were like. We're like, I'm so sorry, man. We can't get you out. This is the end. And like, he just he, he lifted his hands in like the horns. He's like, fucking a. And they were like, fucking yeah, man, that is fucking yeah. rad, actually. And, then, and yeah. they made a t-shirt out of it. And they made a sick t-shirt out, which of it. I'm now selling on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> Connection. Anyway, 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 we have uh, as impossible as it is to believe. Uh, we actually have listeners. I and, don't believe uh, you. Well, it's shocking, yeah. But here we are. And um, we thought we'd uh, reward their kind of loyal... <laughs> their blind don't, loyalty don't, to the show. Yeah, yeah don't scoff. Yeah. You're, you're ruining the sincerity. Um, uh, yeah, why don't, we, why don't we do some listener submissions? How about that? That'd be wild. Sure. Sounds why great. not? Awesome. Sounds great. Awesome. Right. Okay. So, uh, how about we work down the list? So, something's happened to the internet. I suddenly can't see the two of you, but I'm going to trust... I can see, trust I can see you, Joe. You can see, I can oh, see you, John, but I can't see Chris. Okay, I, can't, so I can't see Nick, so we're both winners. Fine. Yeah. Okay, so... The fault must be with either me or Chris. Let's, so let's carry on as if we intend to remain professional. So the important that, part is that you can, you can both see me. That's the most, that's that's very, that is the most I, important uh, thing, yeah. Thank I God. So. I, was, I was worried for a moment. Okay. You're looking so, fucking rad. I look amazing. <laughs> so, okay, so Adam Krauser 
who is a presenter Adam. on BBC Radio Bristol. Oh my goodness! Oh, the, shout the, out the, the to BBC. Adam. I was on it. I was on his show live earlier. I hey, we should get him I on went our out of my way to listen to it out of a sense of obligation rather than any actual desire. Oh, that's very kind of you. Or oh, certainly pleasure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was not sorry, I, Adam. No, sorry, no, well, no, Adam, yeah, no. I mean, Adam's show, I'm sure, is very good, but you know, I'm sure it's great. No, I mean, Adam, no, that's not on you, that's more on me. Like, no, that you know, was that... I wasn't trying to insult Adam there, I was trying to insult John. Yeah, yeah. Th- thankfully, like, after knowing you for you know, close to 34 years or something, um, 30 years or you whatever, take, you take these things well, John, so it's fine. Yeah, I just don't feel anything anymore, no. really. My, yeah, that's fair. Um, well, anyway, Adam said that his, his hate is wet shoes. Oh, wet shoes. Yeah, oh. I can agree with that. It's horrendous, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it, how of all the items of clothing to get wet, you can probably deal with most of them. Wet hat, that's fine. Wet glasses, that's okay. Wet shirt, even. Okay, mm. it's a bit uncomfortable, but I can deal with it. Wet shoes. Whoop. It's more no. It's more the offshoot of wet shoes, which is trench foot. That's true. I've I've had a bit of trench foot. Before. Yeah, when you walk around in wet shoes all day, you get the old uh, prune, prune toes. The old prune toe. Yeah. I did. Um, I remember doing my uh, one of my Duke of Edinburgh training trips Ooh. up in uh, up in uh, uh, the uh, Brecon Beacons or something, and spending Wonderful. like five days with wet feet. Oh. And uh, by the end of it, my feet were. Well, you know, you get like you get you get a wrinkle, you get a kind of wrinkly skin. That's yeah. all well and good, but like it was that, and they'd gone kind of white, and yeah. they just yeah. it, they just itched constantly yeah. like it was yeah. it was it was rough it was that is pretty bad. Bad. that is a bad that is rough chuckles that is rough yeah yeah definite <laughs> rough chuckles yeah we all laughed yeah makes you wonder um, if it's worth leaving the house doesn't it sometimes i know not like, not that you two not that you two can at the moment but yeah well it's, oh thanks for that it's yeah. so weird though because i get i get a little triggered whenever whenever i'm watching any form of fiction or you know anything where like the heroes just wade into water. Yes. Yeah. And you see it a lot. They're fully clothed. They're fully wearing clothed. like like maybe boots, like combat boots sort of thing. And like trousers. They've got full backpack on. They're adventurers probably in some sort of jungle movie or whatever. And they just wade in. I Every time I see that in a movie, I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, oh, it's like nails on a chalkboard. Like it just yeah. really, it, oh, God, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. I understand. Yeah. Because from their perspective, it's fine, isn't it? Because it's like, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, when he's filming Jungle Cruise now in cinemas, um, he'll... Not a sponsor, yeah. Not a sponsor, yeah, hashtag. (laughs) Yeah, he'll he'll do a scene where... You know, he'll he'll dive into a lake to wrestle a CGI snake or something. I haven't seen. It's very, it's very brave of him. Yeah, it's very brave. I think he wrestles a theme park. I saw saw a tweet about Jungle Cruise the other day. Where someone was like, "There's so, there's just so much CGI in it that at one point the guy, the rock throws a rope and it like lassos uh, a column or something, and every the column and the rope are both CGI." <laughs> it's like, why? Are they, why does that need to be so unnecessary? The rock himself is also yeah. CGI for ninety percent of the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, well, actually, I was gonna, I was about to say that, like, if a rock gets wet in some water. Then it doesn't matter because five minutes later the director will yell cut and he can go back to his trailer. But the water was probably CGI as well, wasn't it? Probably. That's true. He wasn't. Probably. He wasn't ever wet. He wasn't ever wet. Yeah, he was actually wading through like polystyrene balls or something, <laughs> yeah. like loads and loads of green balls. It's the only way they can do water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just loads, of, loads of things you can draw over. Yeah. Yeah, they a- they actually use green emulsion paint. 
you know, because that's, that's right. A, yeah, that's right. You can yeah. properly. It's the only, it's the only way on. to get the effect of water on film. Everyone knows that. It's the most. It's the most realistic way to do it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I gotta say honestly, like these these things all drive me mad. Like a having wet shoes, and like, so I'm like, how do they dry off, and why don't they get trench foot? And B, when do they go to the toilet? Yeah. You know what mm. I mean? Like you net, you net. Like all the Lord of the Rings movies, I've never seen Gandalf taking a shit. Do you wanna? Do you want to see that? Like, I, I guess I want to clarify here whether you would be happy narratively if Gandalf disappeared. Yeah, that's the thing. And then, and then came back on screen, and Elijah Wood was like, "Whoa, that's a stupid yeah. one." <laughs> Gandalf, Gandalf just goes, "Sorry, lads, I've just dropped a massive deuce." Yeah. Or do you want to see Gandalf on the on the John? Yeah, I've al- I've always assumed that Gandalf does does go for a poo but we yeah we don't need to see that in the film um that's always well, been my my assumption of it there's that weird sure. bit in the two towers where <laughs> the two uh, toilets <laughs> yeah there's that weird bit in the two in, in the two in the two toilets where um uh do you remember when uh uh pippin or whatever his name is he looks at the plentier while they're yeah. everyone's sleeping and you get a uh, weird yeah. bit where it's very undignified where gandalf like rushes over and you get like a brief a brief glimpse of like Gandalf leg like under his robes. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's really weird because then it just makes like this big powerful wizard seem very undignified because you realise that like he's sleeping in like a smock yeah. and you, <laughs> like nobody needs to see like a bit of Gandalf leg. And then no. and then and then you know your mind just rushes to fill the vacuum because you're like, okay, well, yeah. if Ga- if Gandalf's got naked old man legs, that means that Gandalf must shit. You know, but this is it. Like, if you saw a shot of Gandalf on the toilet, he'd probably gather all his robes up to past <laughs> his waist. Yeah, so he's got this big it, bunch yeah. of fabric around his chest, and then he sat there. You can see his skinny little hairy legs poking over the edge. In, that's the logistic, that's logistically, the yeah, it would take up a lot of screen time, I think, to show him doing. I that. think it. I think the movies it would have are quite. To. The movies are quite long anyway. Yeah, I mean, so that's, why, that's why we get there. The there is another. Cut. There is another director's cut where they all go to the toilet. <laughs> and that that one that one is seven and a half hours. In, re- <laughs> in real time oh it's gotta be um um yeah have you got any more yeah 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 we do don't we um uh, we really fo- we really focused on that hate there didn't we yeah i'm sorry really yeah did. adam i hope i hope you enjoyed that i, I said oh, um, yeah Stuart wayne fanning who, who who frankly is a bit of a, a bit of a hero over on twitter loving the show yeah great guy he says um I love seeing small bergs chase away big bergs oh. from, <laughs> from evading their nests. That's, not the, class, sure that's the classic is. David versus Goliath scenario. Yeah, well, indeed. He says, not sure what it is about it, and it seems to happen a lot, but it brings a smile to my face every time. I guess I just like to see the tough guy get their comeuppings. Yeah. I love it. I love how specific that is. Like a small bird chasing a big bird. That's just That's just brilliant. I feel right. I get like a, a kind of bird soap opera out my window because we, we've got seagulls nesting on the roof. Oh, and, that uh, sounds like a nightmare. The seagulls attack like dogs as they're walking by. Really? But, Pick like, them up and carry them Yeah, away. no, it's true. Yeah, but like um, the crows attack the seagulls and I think nice. like the pigeons attack the crows. There's like so, a war. Yeah, it's all going on around here. It's all kicking off. Sky wars. Do you have any, um, uh, you know, uh, bird-related anecdotes? I, when I, well, because I believe Stuart is from Canada, am I right? I believe that's true, yes. When I was in Canada, when I was Here visiting you, John, <laughs> I saw a seagull steal a piece of pizza off someone's plate. That's incredible. That was, it, was a, it was a quality moment, and one I've always remembered. It was at a bus stop in Canada, 
And I thought, ha, now, I've never seen that before. Do you think? Do you think? But do you think it likes? Do you think it ate the pizza? Do you think it enjoyed the pizza? I would say probably yes. As much as a bird because can enjoy such a product. I think. I think you know what why that. What do you that... think is going through a bird's tiny walnut brain when it eats something like a pizza? Because... Well, so Nick, you're asking a very stupid question right now because you know the sure. answer. A seagull eating a pizza. You know what that seagull's thinking? It's, it's fu- fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> a seagull is always thinking. This yeah. is another opportunity to be a knobhead. That's always that's their mission statement. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I just feel like a pizza is a very human food. You know, you, you're not going to see a pizza growing in the wild. And True. I imagine a seagull that's eaten predominantly like maybe the odd chip that it finds, but excluding human generated food, it's it's eating what? Yeah. What uh, do seagulls traditionally like eat if they weren't berries? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, fish? Do they eat fish? Like, maybe yeah, yeah fish. they might like, might like a fish. fish. But maybe they're getting a... They'll eat a pizza. It's like, what is this? Maybe they started out on like a seafarer from uh, from uh, Pizza Hut, you know, which has that a bit might of tuna, be has some prawns better, on yeah. it. That's evolution at its true. best, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'll eat a pizza. You will. You know, I, I've, been, I've been known to eat carrots. Carrots still exist. Pizzas still exist. I like, I like, but, I like, yeah, I like, but, I like a carrot. I can't, we have I... advanced human brains. We can pass the fact that this is complex and made by another human, and we understand why it tastes more complex than, say, chewing on a carrot does. We I understand can't... that. Look, I can't blame a seagull. Once you've experienced the kind of cr- epic high of a, oh, God, yeah. you know, kind of stuffed crust, uh, like, <laughs> yeah. where do you go from there? You can't go back Double to... Double decadence. Cr- can't, go back... <laughs> can't go back to krill. That's not a thing. Why should you? No, you why can't. should you? And why should you? You just hang around outside Domino's from now on. Yeah. Uh, good one here from Jack. Uh, and Jack, I'm I'm so sorry. I've I, we've been interacting online. And I, I I confess I I don't know how to correctly pronounce your surname. I'll I'll, I'll try and give it a I'll give it a shot. How do you spell it? Uh, uh, B A J C Z. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm not I'm not even going to even attempt that. No, let's just let's just dip. Um, Jack B writes. Uh, <laughs> I, I I I hate running out of podcasts. I've been commuting a lot this well, summer. And have... Well, you're in luck, Jack. <laughs> and and have been listening to the very long, some would say double figures long backlog of a show called Hey. Double figures. I've just <laughs> did he say that? He said that. Yeah, Brilliant. I'm just about to listen to the most recent episode, and I'm going to be out of podcasts to binge. Oh no! Yeah, this is the thing. Like what Chris, when you said, "Well, you're in luck," he's actually out of luck because this is the most recent episode, Jack. And welcome to the end of your fun. Like I'm so this sorry, is, yeah. but this is it now. Like, this is the end. Until until another one comes out, but that may or may not happen. That's the future. I, I don't know what's in the future, but right now, this is it. This is all you've got. Yeah, I'm Jack, so I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Think about it. You've gotten, like, think of all... It's taken us several years of uh, <laughs> mostly, you know, kind of frequent uh, uh, recording to, to get to 90 episodes, and you've consumed that in a summer. Yeah. That, yeah. Makes, that makes me feel good and awful at the same time. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. kind of... Like guilty? I feel like we we've hooked. Oh, no, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say guilty. It's more that my years of work have been condensed into one binge. But you know, I don't think you should feel guilty, John. I think we should just blame Jack. I, I think, think yeah. I think, I think it's Jack's fault for enjoying us too much. I think too fast. Jack, if anything, is is a, is a modern day Icarus. You know, he kind yeah, of he, flew yeah. a little too close to the sun. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's all on him, really. You got it. Thanks you got... anyway for listening. Yeah, just chat. That does that means Appreci- the world. <laughs> really appreciate your input. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Samantha <laughs> Samantha Gorman writes. It was also a, a, a new a new uh, uh, addition to the Facebook group and a new listener. Oh. And we're 
Samantha, we're, we're overjoyed to have you here. Thank you for, thank you for coming along. Um, Samantha says... Um, <laughs> I didn't even laugh then. You were, la- you were laughing. I know. I just, it's just, I'm just, I, I, I get overcome with emotion when I realise okay. that like people are actually listening. I didn't, John, John was laughing then as if Nick or I did something, but he can't even see us. So. No, he I can't, can't see, see either. He can't well. see either of us. Uh, no. But Samantha writes, my, it's a love, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll allow it. Uh, <laughs> my love is historically accurate teeth in old West movies. Oh. Not only does oh. it make the movie more immersive, but it makes me feel really good about my own totally normal teeth. And this, oh, that's good. This hit very close to home to me because it annoys me immensely when I'm watching a movie and it's set in, oh, I don't know, even the 70s and everyone has perfect, perfect <laughs> yeah. Hollywood teeth. That's prob- presumably because actors don't want to be seen with these horrible teeth because it's not good I mean, for their future sense. career, presumably. I do feel like we're a bit spoiled because, like, I get, I, can't, I don't notice it now. I just expect everyone to have perfect teeth in my in the movies I watch. But if you actually went back in time, into medieval times, it would, it would probably be horrifying when someone smiled at you, wouldn't it? It would have probably been horrific. Well, let's, why, why stop at the teeth? I mean, I think about this a lot. Like, it, 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 almost as much as the Nutty Putty Cave, it horrifies me to think about, like, people's personal hygiene in the Tudor oh, era. God. Like, when they, when they had this opinion that, like, showering was how the devil got in. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. like... So they'd be like, do you want to wash? No, I'm just going to cover my body in olive oil and talc and then put a fresh pair of clothing on. Like, what, I mean, what would a room have smelt like if you were like, you know, those fancy parties in the Tudor times, you know, it's like a hundred odd people in a fancy palatial room. What did that smell like? I reckon, Good. I reckon everyone smelt of B.O. though. Even in that, yeah, even in that situation. Be, oh no, you, but it would you'd, be B.O. and olive oil and like, you'd who knows pray. what else? You would, you would, you you would you wish it smelled like bo yeah it, it would smell like a gutter outside a butcher's it would just be, <laughs> oh hor- my God. be horrendous it would it would it would but you can imagine like you time travel and you're like and now welcome the queen of england yeah. <laughs> oh, oh it's like my recycling bin what is that oh Jesus i bet the, i bet the queen now oh. smells nice no, weirdly, oh, sure. the, the, it's royalty in particular. Even nowadays, they, they do not wash. They yeah. they just smear on should, or, or, olive they? oil. They all suffer from gout, so... Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, no, I accept that. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, cheers, Matthew. You've been great. Uh, Imi, <laughs> Imi, Imi, Imi writes, friend of the show writes... Uh, friend of the show. I hate Hermes. Well, there goes the sponsorship. Um, oh, no, not another one. <laughs> I said another no. one we could have had. Great, cheers. Oh. And she has a scenario here. It goes, you stay in for three hours later than the given time slot for a parcel that never shows up. And then you receive, it looks like there's been a problem with your delivery. Yeah, no shit, you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a best possible outcome from Hermes, it will be that your parcel has been delivered, but it's been drop kicked at your door from 10 <laughs> meters away. I love how everyone complains about every single parcel delivery service. That's a fact. We, we, you know, whoever you talk to, you think you've got a good one and they'll have a bad story about it. But there's one company that everyone can fucking agree is absolutely shite. And that's Hermes for everyone. How does this happen? How are they still in business? I know. It's so wild. Like, I, I, I confess, I do occasionally still send stuff with Hermes. I've never, um, yeah, I've never said you're part of the problem. Once they delivered something to me and I got a note through the door, it said, 
oh, we put it in your wheelie bin. I was like, that's, that's, <laughs> well, a, that's, not, that's, like, that's not my str- house, is it? That's a strange place to, to put something. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was it there, to their credit, it was there, but it was at the right at the bottom of the wheelie bin. And then I then had to tip the wheelie bin over to get <laughs> my actual product, which then smelt of garbage. Because as we've established, you have quite short arms. I do. Yeah. That's a fact. I can't yeah, do anything about that package, now. Package smelt like a Tudor party. Smelt, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember posting something. I think it was when I did a Kickstarter for that hardback, big hardback book back in 2014. I remember mm. shipping some stuff. And I always remember that like, this one parcel, uh, you know, you send these parcels out and you hope that they make it to where they need to go. And then um, okay, if someone drops you a message and says, yeah, there's a bit of a problem with my parcel. I think it's been a bit damaged. And you go like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. You know, I'll get you a replacement. Could you send me a picture? And he goes, yeah. And they send you a picture and it looks like a tiger's been at it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not like it's been dropped. It's like something is like slashed the, yeah. slashed the surface of it apart. Yeah. This was the the first and last time I ever used Hermes was for the same. I had a hardback book. It was around the same time as yours, I think, that I kickstarted and sent out. And again, sort of hope and pray everything gets there okay. Get a message from someone. Yeah, I got this. Uh, it, it was a little bit damaged. Oh, can you send me a picture? It was bent <laughs> into a 90 like, degree how, angle. How? As how? Though, how? As though, as though they had grabbed either side of the book and just slammed it into a pole. So it became <laughs> like an L shape. I don't know. I don't know how this would have... They must have gone out of their way to damage but it in a thing, brutal that, way that, as they must. They must do it deliberately because you couldn't do that accidentally. No. 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 Nothing, nothing can do that. No human or vehicle or anything can do that. So they went out of their way. They built a machine specifically to do this to my book. I am fascinated by those scenarios. And you come across them occasionally where like basic human incompetence would have done less damage. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Where like just not doing your job would have been better than what you managed. Like that is incredible to me. Like I don't know how you do that. No. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I dropped it. No, no, I drop things all the time. I don't yeah. bend them into a flipping Mobius. I've never, strip. I've never dropped, I've never dropped a book like paperback or hardback, and it's bent at a right angle. I've never. I mean, I don't think I could bend a book into a right no. angle, and it would stay that way. I'd love, oh. I'd love to see a video of each of us attempting to do that. Yeah, it, it just got really unlucky. Like it was so wild. I was, I was grating some cheese into yeah. my sandwich for my lunch, and I just, and then this parcel just fell. And just like ran along the surface of the cheese grater. It was like a one, one in a million yeah. freak occurrence. Certainly, like, certainly with that ferocity as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who, no, who it was so thought? weird. I was just like running the wood chipper, yeah. you know, kind of like in the back of a van, you know, just to get some heat in the place, you yeah. know. And, uh, <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. I think that the parcel kind of fell in and uh, I mean, I had to deliver it. You know, I couldn't not deliver it. No, nah, I mean, you know, neither rain nor shine, you know, like they say, but. Yeah, it's so weird that. Yeah, how did that even happen? <laughs> anyway, and yeah. uh, we've got a final final listener submission, which is from Sim, friend of the show, uh, long friend time, of the show, Sim. long-time fan, stand-up bloke, says, my love is, in five words, The Evil Dead, the musical, which uh, he saw in Canada with my good self. And he says, I hear John and Rev have been to Canada, but they don't like to mention it. I, yeah, no, I have, I've been once or twice. Well, once. No, not, not once or twice, once. Yeah, just but, for once. But for a yeah, while. 
Yeah, no, we saw um, we saw Evil Dead the musical in a uh, in a little theater in Toronto. Toronto, and uh, it was awesome because you could uh, you got a little table and you could have beer. It was that kind of theater. Ooh, it, was, nice. it, was a, it was a radical theater. It was a, it was a Those, rad, yeah, yeah, extreme. So I had I had my picture of uh, Rickard's Red five pints in a in a in a jug. Delightful. Just a picture of it. Yeah, black, black like, uh, black like, uh, kind of diesel. You know, th- a a red beer, and mm. uh, we watched this musical. And uh, I remember there was a splatter zone where the blood would spray. It was well good. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. well good. Yeah. Anyway, that was a special memory that I had, and you didn't. No, uh, I, was, yeah. I wasn't there. No, but just <laughs> for freaking up, that was awesome. I haven't thought about that in ages. Um, but the loves, the loves. Who's got a love? Oh, the Chris loves. Ray. I've got a love. Yeah, into the loves. my Let's love, my love is Madri. Madri, oh, oh, Madri, the, the mysterious Spanish beer, Spanish lager. Oh, yes. So this was something at the wedding. Um, basically, <laughs> people started ordering me Spanish lager. It wasn't, it wasn't highlighted on any of the taps at the bar. Oh, it, or was, it was a myth. It was, it was, it was a, a myth going around that there's, oh, there's some Spanish lager behind the. Uh, Behind the bit of bar, and people started saying, "Oh, one Spanish lager, please." And then all, then everyone was like, "Sure." We gave each other like a knowing nod, saying, "Spanish lager, mm. it is." Sure, sure. The Spanish lager. So I, by the end of the night, I started saying to the the barkeeps, "What is this Spanish lager that I keep hearing about?" And it turns out it's called Madri, which I've never heard of before. No. Uh, but anyway, everyone was drinking it all night, and it sort of became this code at the wedding, and underpinned a lot of what we were doing around <laughs> drinking. So everyone was just going around ordering this Spanish lager for the whole evening, and everyone was like, "This is great." It's not on the taps. It's just a secret beer that only a select few people know about. And since the wedding, yeah. every time someone's found a Madri tap, wherever they may be in the world, have sent me a photo. Saying, <laughs> just going, hashtag Spanish lager. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> the thing is, right, I, I, they had like their taps up and, and some were marked. And yeah, they one, had, they had obviously uh, the, the sort of generic things you get at a bar, yeah. But yeah, but mm. I was drinking. I can't remember what it was. I think it was some kind of American ale, mm. and it was it was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Like I was drinking. I think it was called, uh, I think it was called Atlantic. Yeah, ale. I was drinking Atlantic, and I was like, "That is a very good beer." And then this rumor, yeah, did the rounds. <laughs> the rumor, like, the, the Spanish it, lager rumor, and it was like, because uh, I, I saw someone doing it, and I was like, uh, oh, I'll, "I'll have a." Spanish, Spanish. Yeah. It was like a club where you could only you could only be invited if someone invited you who already knew about it. Yeah, or yeah. like a secret menu in like a fast yeah. food place where you know the thing to order. You just sort of went with Spanish, Spanish lager, and they'd be like, "Sure, sure, no problem." Yeah, and then sure. and then they reach for the tap that doesn't have a yeah, it didn't a, have a, a didn't have a label on it. On There's it. no logo on yeah. it. Yeah, so no one so else then, would know it was there. So then, of course, I'm like, "Well, I feel I'm missing out. I've got that FOMO. You know, yeah. I want it." So I, I I ordered a pint of Spanish lager. Yeah. Not very good. No, it wasn't that good. <laughs> that was the funny thing. That was the funny thing that I had about yeah. six or seven pints of it. Wasn't that good? <laughs> yeah, all of that. I know. I drank. I drank it. I was like, "This is a. This is a definitely." But everyone was ordering it. It was like, just like, yeah, I'll have another Spanish lager. Yeah, sure. Why not? It was this a wildly and then inferior I, yeah, I said, beer. What, is, but... what actually is this? And they were like, "Oh, it's called Madri." I was like, "Okay, I've never heard of that." But now Brilliant. everyone is just sending me pictures of of it on tap everywhere. I know it was. It wasn't very nice. Actually, it had quite a weird aftertaste, yeah. if I recall. Oh. It tasted a bit like the Tesco own brand stuff. Oh, nice! But I, I love that that was a, a thing at the wedding, and it's subsequently become a thing. Yeah. What I, what I really loved about about the bar at your wedding, mm. and you know, no, no shade against the 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 fifteen year old lads <laughs> who were running it. 
but I, I like the fact that it took uh, 22 minutes to order a pint. Yeah, well, that was probably like the, the best is, bit. The thing was, normally at a bar, you'll place your order with the, with one person. They will pull the pint and they will ring it up on the till and give you a change yeah. and whatever. <laughs> at this particular <laughs> bar where my wedding was, the, the venue, all four of them would congregate on one order. So one would hold the glass, one would pour the pint, one would do the till... And one would like um, give you a change or whatever, or chat to you, and you're like, it doesn't That's take teamwork. four of you to do this. You could That's be teamwork, serving my all friend. these people. <laughs> but that was quite. That was actually quite funny. I I loved how uh, I when I went to the bar at one point, there were, there were two young young lags there, and I I said I would like a pint of um, this Spanish lager mm. I'm hearing about, and I have money here, which is burning a hole in my pocket. And uh, I liked how the moment I placed the order, they said yes, of course. And then they stood there for a couple of seconds, sure. and then they each turned 180 <laughs> degrees and dis and and disappeared in different sure. directions. I, I really like that. That's how bars work, I think. And then it's really they nice came, touch, I think. It was yeah. great. And then they came back and started stacking glasses on the shelves while I'm kind of like standing there. That must have made you feel re- like a really valued uh, customer. I felt like a very special boy in that moment. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and I didn't have my pint of span of inferior Spanish lager yeah. at that point either. So it was a blessing in disguise in the end, really. Yeah, it got better in the end. Anyway, 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 listener, should you see Madri anywhere, please send us a photo. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put them in, in the pile. I'll put it in the pile. I, I swear, <laughs> like you go, your, you go your entire life without knowing about this secret Spanish lager, and then I suddenly it's going to be everywhere, isn't it? I'm yeah. not going to be able to escape. Maybe it. it's yeah. maybe it's new. It must be, I guess. Tasting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick. Um, well, I've got a love. Um, the Olympic Google Doodle Ooh. Oh. that had turned out to be a full-blown video game. Nice. I haven't seen so, this, actually. So you might have to Google it now because I think it's it's passed off of the actual Google homepage. They, they, they back them all up, don't they, on a website? Somewhere. But they do, yeah. So if you just Google it, just type in, literally Google the Google Doodle and Google Olympic Google Doodle. Google Doodle that? Olympics is sure. the first thing that okay. comes up. Yeah. Here it is. Champ- and you'll Champion see a little Island, pixel art. it's called. Yeah, it looks like a little pixel oh, art thing. You think, oh, that's that. cute. That's fun. And then it's like a whole island to explore, and it's got six Olympics, no, seven Olympic sports to compete on. And then when you when you beat the master in that particular sport, you then get a special legendary scroll. And the game is you've got to get all seven scrolls and compete in all these different sports. One of which is skateboarding, and you've got to do a load of sick rad tricks yeah. in the skate park. One of them's ping pong. One of them's um. Oh, what's it? Uh, synchronized swimming, where you've got to like do fancy uh, artistic sort of- swimming. I'm just looking at the, huh? uh, the intro to this game, and it looks like it's very you. Well, A, yes, it's incredibly <laughs> me. But B, like normally Google Doodles are pretty cool. And even the most expansive ones are like quite impressive. Yeah. But this one, I mean, this is a full game that you would expect to be like on a SNES. Like it's insane. It's really, really good. And it has animated cut sequences for each section, for each sport that introduces the sport and shows shows the little characters playing it. It is mad and it's really good and fun as well and i say do it now go play now please basically yeah you you messaged me i think saying like have you played this game and i was like no because i because i i you know i i i have um you know a kitchen work surface to clean or (laughs) uh you know i i have to um do some weeding or uh, i'm checking my finances online yeah, uh, but you didn't hear me because you'd already started talking about all the great features and mini games. 
Indeed, I have. And um, I was happy for you. I was happy for you that you still had this kind of um, boyhood kind of innocence about you and that you loved it so much. Yeah, I'm realising now that maybe you need to be saved in some way and I can be your hero, John. Have, have you completed it? No, no. because I can't, beat, I can't beat the marathon. That's the only one I can't beat. Like, I will, don't yeah. get me wrong. I it, must. Because it saves your progress. It saves your progress automatically as well. So next time you log in, oh, if, you, if you've completed a sport, it just remembers. It, you don't get, choose to save. It just Google always knows. Um, and yeah, there's one scroll for me to get, the seventh one, which is the marathon. And it's incredibly hard. It's really, really hard. Uh, but I'm going to do it. And I don't know what happens when, I, when you beat it. So maybe I'll have to report back. But it's so good. Do you feel there's a danger that you will run out of time to complete it? Might do. I don't think so, because they, they archive them all. The all best, the I remember the best Google Doodle at the time that I'd seen was one where it was made up of dots. And you just rolled the mouse over it and the dots went all everywhere and you could play with the dots. It was great. <laughs> That was back. Oh, that was back yeah. in the day when Google Doodles weren't that impressive. This is the thing. Most of the time, they are kind of like just a little daft toy thing or a little animation or whatever. This one is insane. They do. Yeah, they do. There's a web. They just back them all up, so you could go back infinitely. I assume. Yeah, you can. You can see them all. Yeah. I remember Pac-Man. Yeah, Pac-Man. Was I remember. One. I remember the yeah. Pac-Man one. That yeah. was well good. There was one where you could make music. You could make like sort of chip tuny sort of music and it was a full-blown synthesizer that you could like write little tunes in and in fact there was a whole like online community of people sharing songs they'd made in it which was insane like wow. they've really out they've really outdone themselves but yeah if you like if you like a top-down sort of rpg a pixely sort of adventure with a sporty mytho- mythological theme all set in like japanese mythology then this is the game for you it's really good awesome there you go yeah cool uh, well, weirdly, weirdly, there's a weird connectivity here because we've had we've had we've had things that are rad, oh, here we and go. we've had the Olympics. Is this so going to be get... caves? No, it not be John. No caves involved. I want to I want to bring out my love, which is the Olympic men's street skateboarding oh. commentary team. Uh, commentary team? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've not seen, I've so seen, they, I've seen they rad? highlights of this. I don't think I've paid any attention to the commentary team, though. The commentary no. is incredible. Like, <laughs> you know you get, like, accidental partridge? <laughs> oh, yeah? It's pure Alan Partridge. Brilliant. It's incredible. Because, like, I was convinced that, like, these guys aren't skateboarders like they the, the guys doing the commentary track could not possibly be skateboarders because they sound like they sound like and the british there he's done a fantastic indie nose bone to transfer yeah. with a fakey laugh yeah that that's the thing but like the, <laughs> one guy but then one guy said later like you know oh, i used to pull those tricks back in the day and i was like okay so maybe oh. they are maybe they are skateboarders but they've gone to the bbc sports school yeah. of yeah. commentary oh. so but <laughs> it was like a... Because the way the, the way the street skateboarding works is you get 45 seconds on a an arena to go out and do as many skunks as you can and you get points. That, that's not long. But like uh, the, the narrator is like, um, that's, oh, that's a nice double reverse ollie on the flip side. Or, uh, <laughs> you know, and he kept going like, oh, that's a nonny backwards. Oh, that's great. You know, and it was like. It, it was beyond parody. It was amazing. Like anything, I'm have to look this up. That anything I say amazing. now could not be as funny as the commentary track. Dead, dead straight. Like dead serious. Because playing it as it is, and uh, they just went off on some really weird asides. Because 
they, they kept going on about how hot it was in Tokyo. And I'm like, okay, fair. You know, it's very warm. And they kept saying, like, you know, oh, the wind is an issue. You know, because, oh. like, a couple of guys would, like, they'd be about to start their run. And then they'd stop at the last minute. They'd go, no, 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 no. And they'd raise their hand. And the commentator would be like, bit of an issue with the wind there. You know, <laughs> also, you know. But then, you know, like, well, you, you honestly, like, you hear something, you're like, you can't quite believe what I'm hearing. My guy goes like, of course, uh, it is uh, very hot in Tokyo right now. And that wind, that wind really is something. He goes, yes, I've, um, I've spoken to a lot of sailors. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, I've spoken to a lot of sailors. And they tell me that, uh, you know, when you're, when you're going into, uh, you know, a kind of wind off the coast of uh, Tokyo in these conditions, you you don't even wear a shirt. Oh, what? Brilliant! It's <laughs> astounding. I'm like, I can't believe. I can't. You, believe. you wonder how self-aware these people are. They must. Yeah, they must be. To a degree, anyway. That's. Oh, I'm going to make a point of watching that now. Yeah, I've loved, I've loved the Olympics so far. Generally speaking, no, it's been great. It's been great. Yeah, there's all sorts no, of street, yeah. street skateboarding was wild. It was really like interesting and just weird scoring system because you get yeah. like you get like uh, 45 seconds to do as many skunks as you can, and they built this arena which has like steps and like uh, um, railings to grind down and stuff like that. And you get two, something like you get two goes of 45 seconds to do to get okay. as many points as you can out of 10. And then after that, they go into the stunt round where you, stunt round. you get five attempts to do like a, a single stunt. Right. So like you'll take a run up at like a, a, a rail and you'll you'll do a whatever, like a contra twist backwards nonny on the rocks or something like that. <laughs> and then I'll the I- yeah, then the idea is that like you do five of those, you get two two forty five second runs and five stunts, but then you get to pick the five best scores out of those seven. Oh okay. if that makes sense to be your ultimate score. It's it's a very weird it's a very weird yeah. scoring system, I'm not gonna lie. But um, it's worth watching because, yeah, like you, you <clears throat> honestly, the commentators could be saying like absolute whatever they want. And <laughs> like, oh, it's a backward snodgrass, you know, and like uh, <laughs> what a fantastic slab wrestle with a Christmas landing. Oh, that's a 470 chum bucket. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh and a hard dismount on the contra flip. Oh, I hate to see Ooh. it. Oh, that's a knee scraper. Oh, that's going to be hurting for minutes. Oh, that's a bad miss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it probably is the snooker team. It probably is the usual snooker team. They're just like actually yeah. just forced into doing it. You guys will do. You'll be, yeah, you'll you be fine. Do. Trust us. Well, I, I worry that Nick is the only one who will appreciate this. But uh, in Tokyo, <laughs> they have a massive statue of a robot from a very popular anime. This is They do. They do. And uh, we watch the women's triathlon. Uh, in which an old schoolmate of ours is competing. Yes, that's Whoa. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same classes. Well, she won. She won bronze last time. Yes, highlights how little um, you guys achieved, doesn't it? Time, unfortunately, I heard what Nick said, but I'm going to ignore it. 
I'll say it again. It highlights how little you guys have achieved. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's being in the Olympics a couple of times, and then there's having like a low to moderately successful podcast <laughs> that just hit 90 episodes. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, it swings and roundabouts, really, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Anyway, she's so, had her moment in the limelight, but we've had 90. So Yeah, exactly. So, but talking about commentary, we were we were watching the women's triathlon and they're running through the streets of Tokyo and they go past this giant robot and the guy goes, there's uh, there's Tokyo's giant robot. I uh, have it on good authority. That is uh, Gandom, the robot <laughs> there. And Nick, what should it be? It should be Gundam. Oh. Anyway, when, yeah. they do the, when they do the next lap, he's like uh, coming around again. Past uh, Gandom, the unicorn robot on the right. <laughs> it's like, dude, you don't know. You don't know what it is. You're in over your head. Just don't say it a pull second out. time. Like, pull, just like, pull up. Just, just pull, pull up. up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Bless, oh. bless him for trying, I guess. Astounding. Oh, oh my life. Um, but yeah, I, I just check it out because i mean i i I was gonna say like i wouldn't know how to fill like an hour and a half of of content with random waffling yet we've just we've just recorded an episode i'd love to hear i think the three of us we should mute an episode this could be our hundredth episode we could mute some skateboarding of olympics and then we could do the commentary for it yeah there you go oh my god yeah no well to be fair we've also talked about doing a a football match you know like uh yeah. yeah, we could bring some. Of I'd have to be the back. anchor for that and just let you two go on. The problem with that is that Chris would actually know what's going on. Whereas the good thing about skateboarding is none of us know anything. Yeah, Chris. I yeah, you know a bit too much, don't you, Rev? That's Sorry about the, that. That's yeah. the problem. He yeah. knows. He knows too much. Professionally, it would be a disaster for me to commentate, uh, ironically, on a sporting event. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe we. Could oh well. Get, maybe we could get you to comment on a. Um, I'll commentate on a nerd board, convention board game or a um or a uh, or an anime. Anime. There you go. Anime. I would love to hear Chris Ray commentate on an anime. There, you go. I there, it, there it is. Okay. I got you. Um, I got of course got you a present at UK Games Expo. Right? Oh yes. Which is yeah, which is a football board game. There you go. And uh, I think uh, when I'm out of lockdown, we should we should do uh, we should film it. We should have it. We should have a game. Okay, of us playing it, looks, it. it looks really well, put good. It on, put it, it on looks really the good. Facebook. Yeah, we'll yeah. do something with it. I okay, don't know. very good. Let's do that. I'll make it happen. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that is all. Uh, that's all the content we've got time oh, for here tonight. Content, content, delicious now, content. Uh, and just to clarify, I I I still can't see either of you. No, I can right see now. I can no. see John, but not Nick, can... which is which is fine. I can see John, but not Chris. It's really go. weird. So it's the John show today. Uh, yeah, it's about, so it's guess... about time, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's about, <laughs> it's about time John, made... was, John was front and centre on this podcast. I'm glad we finally made it about me. Yeah. Um, but I guess the real question is, uh, what one, love well, or I hate? Think, I think I know. Yes, I think I know. Because I don't think John can wheel out something so potent and so powerful without it completely dominating. Yeah, I, I, I think people are just going to go to bed whenever they listen to this and think, sweet Jesus, John has just horrified me. And that's going to be yeah, in my so dreams think, um, now for the, for the foreseeable. I'm not happy about it, but I think you hate one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that like, what you're saying could be interpreted like many different ways. But I think what you're saying is it, it's, it's such a prime example of pure hatred. 
Yeah. That it has to it has yeah. to win. It basically in a way I congratulate you, but at the same time I want to I want to kick you. I want to kick your head a bit, you know? It really, but I, really I, I do the take whole tone down. I felt. I do take my hat off to you to really embody the the essence of what we're trying to do here. I know. I'm glad I'm glad it took 90 episodes to really like embody a concept. I mean, yeah. some might say we we kind of peaked too late you know peak too soon or maybe we started too late i don't know like we're finally we're finally or shouldn't it have work. started at all either. yeah, yeah so i think most well, people would probably say that the third one yeah, yeah. people have been saying That's that fair. since the mid-teens to be honest so mm. well this has been nice i mean it's been lovely yeah a shame we couldn't do it in person well yeah next time and a shame that i'm now talking to a postage size postage stamp size video of myself because i can't see anyone else let's um, be honest you do this most evenings yeah this is this anyway, is yeah so. at least there are voices yeah, for you i'm like prince <laughs> i've got a whole i've got a whole vault full of content which i've recorded which i'm never <laughs> going to release to the public uh well how, how are we going to end it how are we going to end it oh make it happen that's a good question um i guess sleep tight but not in a cave not, yeah don't way. go to the cave and not, and not even though not it's concreted down. up and just yeah leave, yeah leave the leave the cave just try not to think about the cave don't, no stop thinking about that cave immediately you're thinking about it you're thinking about you're it picturing stop the man it. in the stop it stop stop it, stop it.